There's something going on. That water's right out of the hoodie. That shit's gross. Yeah, something That's like IPA ish. Yeah. No, I like IPA. This is That is an IPA. That's what I do. I don't like it. It tastes like hot water, and I hate it. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to House Up Now. <laughs> Come on! That was perfect with the last negative space in between. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to episode 30 of the Low Left Child Podcast. <laughs> Motherfucking Dirty 30, baby. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Welcome, guys. So we got a fucking kick-ass episode for you guys tonight. And we can't really hold these guys back. We got four people in the studio right now that are just fucking... Itching to get to talking, so we'll get through this intro shit real quick, and then we'll get into it. Oh, that sounded fucking crisp. Mm. Got to be careful with those, though. You might destroy a computer and then have to go get a second <laughs> USB port over it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lock tight. Let's jump into those motherfucking sponsors. God, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> already a problem. <laughs> motherfucking chicken fried choppers. Chicken fried. Who's at the fucking? Um, <clears throat> What the fuck is that place Appalachian called? Appalachian Moto Jam. Jam. Crushing it. Big Rick. Lighting shit on fire. Yeah. Dude, the fucking kid's getting after it. I, yeah. That KZ. Been building that shit for a long time coming. I can't imagine putting those goddamn studded tires in there. He screwing like he, each one of those things in. He looked like he had some trouble, so we're going to have to get him on in an episode coming up here to let us know what in the motherfuck happened. Hell yeah. The people want to know. Who else we got? We got motherfucking B3. B3 always crushing it. Amy Lynn Arrington. Yeah, Fuck buddy. Her. Super fan. I'm her super fan. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Fat Man Custom Motors, who you're going to pay a visit to Love next him. week. Right? He's my fucking homie guy. He's my fucking kid. <laughs> if there was no Mike Wahlberg, he'd be Mike Wahlberg. <laughs> and then we got fucking Florida for nothing. Mr. Fuck Your Feelings. Famous for nothing. He made... Did you see the new shirt? Florida as fuck. No, dude, I need one of those. He, yeah, I love it. I love that I'm running with that. Dude, we got we to gotta get two of those shirts. We do. He's making tank tops. Really? We're getting some tank tops. Oh, we got to do the fucking... We need them. Yep. Do the fucking... <laughs> the belly roll. The belly roll with the tanks, you know? <laughs> That's a fucking old school move. Uh. <laughs> Move it uh, on. <laughs> move it on to our motherfucking... Shoutouts. You got any shoutouts this week? Uh, motherfucking Dewey things. Finally cutting up that fucking sports day. Hey, that's awesome. Digging it. Finally going hard, too. Good for you, you motherfucker. Even though you're from Florida. <laughs> at least you got a fucking Holly. Got a fucking Holly, kid. Who else we got? I'm pulling it up right now. Motherfucking Uncle Fester. Yeah, dude, he, was, he had the fucking Uncle tips. Fester, 401. Give Follow this fucking, man. Give him a fucking shout out. He just made a super generous fucking donation to the motherfucking podcast. Trying to help us out, have crisper fucking calls for all you motherfuckers. That's right. He heard fucking C.T. Newman's welding machine running in the background. He's like, listen, <laughs> we're going to get you guys some professional equipment, which... We appreciate the shit out of, so thank you, man. That is fucking awesome. I can't wait to try it out and learn how to use it. We appreciate you, motherfucker. Tell that motherfucker I appreciate him. <laughs> we got Johnny99 Customs. Just came across you guys. Looks like good stuff. Giving you a follow and that's, anxious to see what's in store. That's John Humphrey. He's going to be on the show coming out. 
Oh, yeah? So fucking do your homework, people. He's coming. Yeah, buddy. Who else oh, we got? We got fucking JAngel111 underscore. There's already so many characters. I don't know why you need to <laughs> underscore that. <laughs> but he just sent us the... He saw the fucking live video of me... Splitting wood like a motherfucking ninja. And he's like, nah, this is some shit you need to keep all your digits, and it's something you can like put a log in, and I guess you just hit the log with a hammer, and it splits on this little thing. That's kind of fucking neat, though. It's pretty fucking legit. I should, I should just fucking make that. Fucking cool ass thing. You won't. Thanks, Jay Angel. I'll make it out of aluminum and just bend the shit out of there it. You go. Fucking hammer stuff on it. Fucking shout out to 518 Motorcycles. They've been sharing that shit every Friday, getting people to come over and fucking give us a listen, so we appreciate you, motherfucker. Yeah, buddy. Oh, these are all the fucking... There's so many things to this live video. There's a lot. We even got shout-outs for the guests. So why don't we jump right into the guests? Unless you, unless I overlooked a couple of these. Oh, Spoken Dagger Co. Big okay. shout-out to them. Throwing a couple of things up on the story, helping to spread the word about the podcast. We appreciate that. I want to give a big motherfucking shout out to motherfucking Chop Cult. True, true. Lisa is always sharing our fucking shit, always reposting, getting more people over here, getting them hip to what we're motherfucking doing in New Hampshire. <clears throat> so pay attention, motherfuckers, and go over to Chop Cult. And shout out to fucking Hipster Proof. That's uh, somebody. E. Rappaport, I think. Heard us, she gave a shout out to Fuck Your Bike Sucks, which you definitely need to be following. And said you also got to follow Hipster Proof. I took, took a look through. It's pretty good. It's like the R-rated version of Fuck Your Bike Sucks. <clears throat> it's worth a follow. So shout out to them, too. All right. I think we're good. No? Loctite's shaking his head. He's not happy with me. Uh, shout out. Hold on. Give me a motherfucking second. Uh, RX BXL oh, underscore... Oh. S C X M. Oh man, God, that's a tough one. What it's does that fucking mean? I don't know. Just see it's supposed flow. to. It's, I, I don't know. I think the end of it, the underscore, is scum. It's supposed to be rebel scum, but all that, all yeah, that, right? God, you either pick, you do all X's, or you put sixty nine at the end. So he went, he went with the X's. Fucking shit. <laughs> either way, from fucking motherfucking Connecticut. Oh, shit. He's yeah. from Connecticut? Yeah, yeah, he has like a fucking 40 over. Damn. This thing is gorgeous. I was actually just explaining to Loctite how I, that guy, I met him on a Sportster page uh, randomly. Oh, fuck. He was uh, he was getting shitted on for having a chopper. And I was like, oh, these people don't fucking... Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> you can't Already see their talking hands. shit. You can't see their it hands, It hasn't even but. started yet. We haven't even gotten introduced when you're starting. <laughs> Whatever. We'll have to get some live videos going during this. This one's going to need to be... Uh, it's going to need to be captured. Nothing but hands. So yeah, he reached out, shot the show with him for a while, and he was saying he is going to meet up with these motherfuckers who are in house with us and Chicken Fried Rick and ride out to motherfucking Laconia. First, middle, last. I love it. Chicken Fried Rick! Chicken Fried Rick, baby. <laughs> so shout out to you, homie. Can't wait to meet you this summer. Yeah, buddy. And let's get into who we got here in the studio. So, guys, we're sitting here with the motherfucking <clears throat> Dirty Builds crew. Or should I say good company? Whatever you want. Uh, it's dirty. It's dirty, dirty Builds. Give it dirty it's build. a little bit of both. Yeah. All right. So, we'll, we'll, we'll run with Dirty Builds. These guys came all the way up here from Connecticut. 
They, over. Had, they fucking came up, recorded an episode. Came over. People up here have a t- had a tendency to say everybody came down, even though we're all the way at the fucking top. Everybody, yeah, they came down from Connecticut, down to New Hampshire. <laughs> North down. fucking insane. Oh, my God. So they came up, recorded an episode, and then we decided to fucking... Not everybody could be in the studio at that time. So they were fucking came all the way back up, piped in a wood stove... Fucking wired in a whole electrical panel in the garage mahal, and then here we are, ready to fucking record an episode. So hey, thank you guys for making the trip. What a pleasure. Yeah. Anytime. Hey, how the fuck are ya? <laughs> <laughs> so what's your motherfucking names? We just, yeah. So guys, why you guys, why don't we go all the way around? Yeah. Go ahead, start it. Uh, I'm Ronnie Murr, also Asking. known as Lone Murray. Hey, that's um, with A Y. Dave, aka Terry. There's some underscores um, in there. Yeah, turn. Turn. yeah, you gotta get the underscores. You want to fucking turn? Hell no. At, at Dave underscore aka underscore Terry. 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 <laughs> Getting that negative space. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm Nick. Nick and chipped. Yeah, buddy. That's it. That's all you got to say. That's all. It's a matter of few words. We got. Yeah. We'll got stories we'll for later. There. And I'm fucking red. Fucking beard. Yeah, buddy. Fuck your red beard. <laughs> that is awesome. So, guys, let's fucking kick it off with how did the four of you guys meet each other oh, and end up starting what you got here today? I mean, how far back do we want to go? We go all the way back we go to all when we back. met, to when you and I met, when I think all the way back. Beard and Lone Mary met. I was nine months in the pen, <laughs> just <laughs> just waiting to get delivered. God, <laughs> I don't know. So I, I don't know how old were we? I was seventeen, eighteen, working at Panera Bread in Shelton, and this fucking guy walks in, long this guy. hair, yeah, Lone Murray walks in, long hair, don't care, <laughs> fucking hair was on fire. I said, "Yo, dude, your hair's on fire," and he was like, "What?" I said, your fucking hair is on fire, bro. And he fucking turned around, <laughs> swatted his fucking hair, cigarette came flying out. He had a fucking cigarette in his fucking hair. Jesus. Yeah. I was ripping butts and fucking just knocked off that cherry. <laughs> just just at least I thought I did. Up there. Put so, that behind the ears, stinking like an ashtray. <laughs> fucking covered in Panera, lit up like a flame. <laughs> so needless to say, I saved his life, obviously. So now he's well, forever indebted to you. Correct, correct. Three years later, my mom meets his dad. And here we are, fucking, fucking brothers. Damn. Our parents got married. I didn't know that. <laughs> so you guys knew each other before. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. fucking yeah. wild, man. Yep. Wow. And then he kind of just, I don't know, I guess then he started hanging well, out with my friends. Did your parents meet because of this story? No. No, no. it was just a coincidence. <laughs> I just like telling the story. Well, you like, it's a complete coincidence. No, for three years, we had, I had no idea who the fucking guy was. No, generally I'm usually on fire anyways. <laughs> true story, true story. So like, when, your parents, when your parents introduced you, oh, you're going to have a new stepbrother, so you got the new crowd. We were hanging out. Oh, yeah. We made some fucking bunk beds. <laughs> well, one night we were just hanging out, fucking drinking beers, and he was like, yeah, one time I walked into this Panera and my hair was on fire. And I was like, holy fucking shit, that's you? And he was like, fuck yeah. And I was like, God damn it, I fuck, I was the guy who told you to put your fucking hair out. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> and that's basically how it went down. And then he just stole all my friends, and that's kind of how things... I'm a better friend, that's the problem. That's, that's really what it is. I'm a scumbag, so... 
Hey, good friends. <laughs> so then uh, later on, I uh, met Nick through uh, a little party I was having uh, coming home from uh, overseas. And me and Nick just hit it right off the bat, just in drunken gibberish. I found out he did construction, I did construction. We mashed our girlfriends together, told them they had to be friends. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah, I thought we were going somewhere else. <laughs> no, we just mashed them together, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then we started off working together, and it was one big shoveling winter. Shoveling fucking roofs. Shoveling roofs. Not OSHA approved. <laughs> the brother hated all of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I hated Nick. Despise Still him. do. First words out of his mouth to me were, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, you know me and Justin hit it off right off the bat, and we just, just mingled well. Uh, brought Nick over, and me and Justin, we always have our little toughies here and there. And, uh, it, was it was just a debate. It was just a debate, yeah. yeah. And Nick was like, well, and Justin just turned around and goes, shut the fuck up! You're just going to side with him anyways! Yeah. God. I didn't, know the fuck. I, walked in, I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, hey, what are you guys aren't debating about? Dude, fuck you! I literally hated this man. Like, I did not want... I was like, yo, why do you hang out with that kid? He's a punk. I can't stand him. He's so fucking obnoxious. And then, uh, but then he turned out to be all right, so... <laughs> now they're best buds. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, I was hanging out with one of our uh, mutual friends. Fucking bottle opener. Yeah, with his ring, dude. Right. Yeah, guys, you can't see his hands. But he just opened a beer with not, oh, a non twist off beer with yeah. the fucking <laughs> non twist with the top off, off that. Show perfect off. getting married so far, dude. That, that, that <laughs> is a size eighteen ring. Jesus, it's a, a wheel bearing. It's a, it's a wheel bearing race. That's what it is. <laughs> he, he's got dick sized fingers and a finger sized dick. So it's a cock ring. Over there. <laughs> it's a cock Slapped it on a digit and called it. <laughs> so uh, I met with one of my friends who he uh, enjoys partaking in cigars, and that's where I met Dave. And uh, he didn't own a bike at the time, and he was talking to me about me doing things with bikes, and he's like, yeah, dude, I'm thinking about buying a sports. I'm like, don't fucking buy a Sportster. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do that to yourself. I went, buy, buy a metric, because if you drop it, you're not going to cry when it breaks. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> metric bikes matter. Just remember that. Yamaha don't make no junk. <laughs> and that's when uh, we junk. met Dave. Dave. Yeah, then, then after that... I was talking to Ronnie about doing some work on my bike. He's like, oh, you got to meet my friend Nick. So I go to Ron's house, and Nick shows up. and goes, oh, bro, we're going to go to my house. Throw your bag in the back of my truck. We'll go to my house. I'm thinking, oh, there <laughs> never, goes my bag. Never met the guy. I'm never yeah. going to see my bag again. And now this there is goes this my beer, my wallet, starts. my cell phone. <laughs> Fuck this <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> we went to his house after that. We've been hanging out every day since. Fuck we, yeah. we fixed this motherfucker's exhaust six times. I can't make up my mind. <laughs> First, like he's I got the flappers. Now he's got the flappers. Louder. That's right. He's so you guys might flappers. remember Terry here. We saying Dave or Terry? Where are we? No, no, it depends. It's an alter ego. It's, it's an alter ego. Yeah, Dave, aka to? Terry. So pick, you know. I don't feel like being a dick tonight, so I'm Dave. Just a quick explanation. Dave is a saint. Terry's a dick. Yeah, Terry's a. So you never know. Teacher by day, firefighter by night. Volunteer fire right by night. <laughs> so this this was Loctite's this was Loctite's kicking the dick about two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm still hurting with the fire. <laughs> it's got some frozen peas out there right now. <laughs> so why don't you tell the people uh, what you're riding? Because all these guys got some fucking sweet bikes. So what's everybody? Riding. Let's, let's start with on. the one that matters. Oh, okay. What are you riding? So the <laughs> <laughs> I love how Ron started talking. That made me feel so good. I knew where you were going with it. 
<coughs> well, I'm riding a uh, 97 1200 Sporty. Holly. Yeah. Holly Davidson. Got the fucking Holly. <laughs> Birds of a feather flock to vagina. I ride with Tom, <laughs> Tom Brady rides on the back. We go nuts to butts. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, kid. He's listening. I don't know, but that's what I'm riding. I don't know if you want you want to go a little more in depth with it. I could tell you a little more. About yeah, yeah. It. Nope, not at all. <laughs> nope. Um, originally, so a guy had owned the bike previously before me, and he had rode it into work, um, and just jokingly because it's a lot of chrome. It was a dad bike as much as it could be without being a bagger. <laughs> Skulls galore, chrome galore. Oh, is yeah. it Street Glide? <laughs> <laughs> might as well have been. <laughs> but um, anyway, he wrote it in, and I was like, hey man, nice bike. Let me know if you want to sell it. And I said it like in passing. And he was just, the next day, was like, yeah, I'll fucking sell this thing. Like, what, are you, what are you looking to get for it? Or what, how much? I was like, what are you looking to get for it? And he was like, oh, I don't know. I got two. I got two. One's a Bassett case, and then I got obviously the one you saw outside. Um, I'll give them both to you for 1200 bucks. And I said, what? Twelve hundred bucks? Are you serious? This can't be right. Two bikes for twelve hundred dollars? Like, buy one get one. Yeah, pretty <laughs> it's much. Not a bad deal. Yeah, not at all. So I was like, well, there's got to be something wrong, right? And he's like, well, I think the motor's blowing, but you're a mechanic, so you'll you'll figure it out. It's a weird noise. I don't know. Long story short, I buy the bike <laughs> and I um. I gotta punch you. <laughs> I don't see the short part of this. Guys. I can't handle these fucking guys. Sometimes. Exactly. I don't even know why I'm friends with them. Do you see what? Do you see yeah, why I, mean, I hate him? This we need to why. get a partition in between the guests so that you guys can all have your own cubbies. <laughs> anyway, so um, so you, there's a noise. You got to yeah. figure out what the noise is. Why don't yeah. You well, so I you... ride the fucking thing all summer. No noise. Yeah. Um, the noise. I finally hear it at some point randomly. One ride. It was this weird, like, winding fucking noise, and um, I so I rode it up the hill. And I was like, damn, I got to fucking figure out what the fuck this thing is. Go down the hill, and as soon as I start to hear the noise, put it in, pop it in neutral, turn the bike off. And I'm like, well, it can't be the motor, it can't be the trans, because the noise was still happening. So this is a tip. I'm going to pause you right there. Yeah. For the people that are listening. Sorry, they're, bu- they're bugging me great, out over here. No, no, all no, the fucking some, it's all it's fine. Place. <laughs> Just, it's a great point that, like, if you're trying to diagnose something that's going on with the bike... You do this, you know, like cut out some of the variables. So you turn the bike off as you're going down the hill. So, you know, it can't be the motor. Now you continue. I just want people, I want to make sure people hear that part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's Absolutely going. out of control. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. No idea what's just going on over there. It's hard to. My ADD is like driving me nuts. I have no idea. Whatever. Anyway, this is why I told them not to drink. Before. We're going to have to do a limit of three people in the studio at any given time, I think. <laughs> anyway, they so can't yeah, know so each other. Fuck that. I wrote, so I rode the thing up the hill and came down. When I turned the bike off, I heard the noise still happening. So I was like, sick. I know it wasn't the motor, which is what the guy thought. Um, it had to be in the bearings or the pulleys, because those are the only things fucking moving. So yeah. I got the thing over to Nick's house. We put it up on a, uh, on a jack, real... Real sketchy, like Ron was trying to help me with it. We uh, jacked this thing up, started a bike, put it in gear, and I was like, all right, here we go. We're going to find out where this fucking noise is coming from. Wound that bitch up to 3,000 RPMs. (laughs) (laughs) One hand on the front brake, a foot on the rear brake, and we're hoping we don't send it through the garage. (laughs) Someone was I think I was standing in front of the forks. He can't do it. It doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) It's the hands. Yeah. 
Get your ring under that lip and just push. Our rings are different. <laughs> no, they're not. It's rounded. You just it's get rounded. Rounded. What do you mean it's There's rounded? It's a like ring. He's, ro- he's rocking a triangle ring right now. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's those welding hands. Yeah. Take the gloves off. Little, little. delicate welding hands can't be doing this shit. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. No, anyway, so, so it ended up being just one of the pulleys. Uh, oh, was shit. A, well, yeah, it was loose. It was just kind of moving back and forth. We fucking socked the thing down. It's been fine ever since. Shit. Hell yeah, man. Fucking so for twelve hundred bucks, bucks, all I had to do was sock down a pulley. That's not that's not a bad deal at all. So you didn't take that other one then? No, I didn't. I didn't have anywhere to put it, and I regret not taking it now. That was Friends' terrible. house. Granted, terrible. you didn't ask. Worst decision I've made. I well, I didn't ask because look at these motherfuckers. They're not going to let me take put it anywhere anyway. So <laughs> we just put it in a motherfucking heater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just wired a fucking garage. <laughs> But anyway, That's right. Yeah, I didn't take it because I didn't. I mean, my landlords now, they, they barely. I mean, I wanted to put up like a little pop up tent so I could put my bike in it. And they're like, no. Damn. So there were, I really would have had nowhere to put Times are tough in CT, man. Yeah. My I landlords are the same way. I don't feel bad. Yeah. This is no. a big fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Maybe it was all that carb tuning at 2 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor called the cops on me. It's a fucking douchebag. Bounce that shit off the rev limiter. Fuck that guy. That guy needs to kick it. Who cares if it's fucking 7 a.m. on a Sunday, dickhead? <laughs> Go to church. <laughs> we got a kick in the dick this week, it sounds like. Nick, what are you riding, man? I'm riding a 2004 Triumph Bonneville. <laughs> <laughs> Triumph Bonneville. That Ruckus is going to be the build. I'm telling you. I got to um, <laughs> Not much to it. A little bit of paint, a little bit of apes. We're hardtailing it, or rigid struts now. Those bars. Um, trying to figure out a foot clutch and jog ship. That's about it. The foot clutch you got mocked up on there is pretty fucking sweet, though. Oh, it is fucking cool. Already chromed. Already chromed. <laughs> Pretty socket rock and roll. He's got a socket. You socket guys can't fucking. It's a motherfucking swivel socket holding the fucking socket extension. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dude, fucking genius. That's perfect. That's all on Murray. The fucked up designs that come out of our garage are definitely him. Gotta give him credit. Gotta give him credit. He's a clever man. If it fits the ships. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if it fits, it goes down the road 70 miles an hour. <laughs> Straight to the highway. Who's that? Chicken Rick? Okay. Was saying that that dude, like, to test out the front end, just immediately oh, yeah. hit the highway with it? <laughs> I, I mean, like, worst case scenario, you die. <laughs> At least then you don't have to worry about fixing your bike again. God. Nope. Dave, what oh, are you riding, brother? Uh, 2011 uh, V-Star. Uh, so far, doing like the bobber chopper thing. I uh, did the uh, up sweeps. <laughs> There's some air quotes going on with air the bobber quotes. chopper right now. <laughs> did some up sweeps with some flappers that I know someone else is not too happy about. Um, <laughs> we uh, chopped up a part of uh, some uh, Harley bars, shortened them up so they fit, fit on that. Uh-oh. Factor is going to be upset with you. Yeah, not too happy about that one. Uh, we're looking at doing the um, doing the wheels sometime soon. Hopefully, uh, what are you doing with the wheels? Rolling them. <laughs> <laughs> Powder coating them up. Uh, those are the mix. I don't want to talk too much about that. It's a little bit of a surprise. There you um, go. Uh, we're doing the uh, tank. and do a sticker bomb on that. Nice, nice. A little twist. But besides that, you know. 
Sid P's gonna love it. Come on, you gotta release it. The glow in the dark bars. Oh, yeah, the glow in the, the bars will be glow in the dark. Well, so, uh, so, what color are they gonna be when they're not glowing? White. They're pearl white. White? Yeah. And that's just gonna glow at night? Yeah. Does it glow a lot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those this, this like tritium? Like. You should do the whole like, thing. Remember those like stars that. in the 90s used to pop up on your ceilings? I still got them. <laughs> <laughs> Take those down. Dude, it's bedroom right now. You're telling me that's not cool anymore? Nah, it's about that bright. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking sweet, though, man. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. You should do the whole frame that way. <laughs> that would be mint. That would be fucking bad, Larry. Yeah. Anyways. 100%. <laughs> God, everyone's like fucking shocked I said that. Everyone's like, no, how dare you say bad Larry on this show? <laughs> All right. Ronnie, what do you got? So I got the V-Star Rust Star. Um, <laughs> that was, uh, that bike's been, been through a lot. The first day I pulled that into the garage and started ripping parts off of it. And uh, it's gotta be. every season it has looked different. Ronnie, stop. Oh, Ronnie, stop. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg approved, of course. <laughs> so so uh, we did a lot of work to that. That was probably the biggest collab build that we've done together. Uh, we chopped out the double backbone, the wishbone style. Oh, dude, those are such an eyesore. I like. mean, my problem was because I knew I was going to drop my bike sooner or later. Just because right. the way I, I just fucking send it, dude. Yeah. And so I was no like, kickstand. I just get home. I just dump it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> just like when you were a kid, you just throw it in the yard. <laughs> you pick it up tomorrow morning. Hope it's someone didn't steal it. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, so we chopped out um, the backbone, put a single backbone. Uh, like round intended through a building. I mean, Nick went above and beyond. We cut it out. We put it in. We bought ridiculous amount of pipe work just to do it. He it's got a, it first shot. It's a two by two by I want to say. Three sixteenths at least. Yeah, at least three sixteenths, maybe quarter inch that steel is tubing. A thick fucking bar. With never mind um, the fucking gusset plates. Yeah, with three sixteenths gusset plates. And the stock tubing that are is probably eight. six inches by six inches. Oh yeah, easily. I mean, I put that thing through a building. I won't make it, but the bike will. <laughs> there you go. And then uh, after that, we went from a, a dual carb to a single carb. Um, eliminated ninety percent of the wiring. Uh, it was because it was two thousand five V Star six fifty. Little bike, so a thick fucking wiring harness. Oh, I bet. If it's so much like the road fucking stuff. wiring. So they had a a fuel pump gone. Uh, Junk. Yeah, the th- uh, had a carb heater. What the fuck's a carb heater? That was gone. What does that even do? It, it heats your heats car? car. Yeah, but like for what? <laughs> <laughs> like for what? a cold start. It's for that cold start. Just warms up that fuel a little bit. It gets is all that nice really and, what it is? Nice and cozy in the like- carb and gets it ready to go. That's, so that's all that does is just it warms up whatever's it's in the bowl. It's a warm blanket for your fuel. Wow. It's not a diesel. What the fuck is that shit for? Yeah, that's insane. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So that, that guy fucking ganked out um, and just brought that bike down to the bare essentials. Then I slapped on a 1960s uh, Harley tank that I found. Harley. Uh, yeah, Harley. Uh, <laughs> and just went crazy with it. I just stripped down as much as possible off the damn thing. Um, basically the build started because even though I could shake the tank and fucking put a lighter inside and see how much fuel I've got, uh, <laughs> I wanted a fuel gauge and that Harley tank had the double ports on it for a cap. So I just made my own floater fuel gauge and that was it. And the that's bikes, perfect. I stripped out all the chrome and that's when we started getting the powder coat and 
everything in the bike is either it's stainless or powder. Nice. That's awesome. Yes, this is fucking Christian Newman on here last week talking about stainless everything. I was like, God damn it. I don't want oh, to put anything but go. stainless on my bike. Hey, can you weld stainless with that new welder you're going to buy? Yeah. Nice. Just got to get the wire for it. It'll take a different wire, but... Because that plan I was telling you about, I'm going to need to do that. <laughs> Ever change your plans. Tail, so it's a good deal. Oh, those are sta- the, the pipes are stainless? Yeah. I thought you would think. I right? hope. From Paco? Better be fucking stainless. Paco, you better start your motherfucking game. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Th- I, mean, I feel like all would be stainless, but then again, the ones I have on the Roadstar... It's just some like fake chrome over mild steel for sure. Yeah, Paco better be fucking rusted to shit. Better be doing some better shit than that. We'll see. So I'll give you the fish. The what are fish, fish tails. tails. Yeah, give you the fish tails. Fuck they it. need to weld that for me. Swimming upstream. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Deal. They need to be small welds so I can grab them so they can be seamless. Oh yeah. <laughs> they have. If it's stainless, they're gonna have to be tagged because I don't have a. A MIG that could do that. So well, that's what I'm saying. I so just don't you, want. If you ride with a bunch of choppers that have fish tails, are you riding in a school of fish? Did we say this was we was the fucking hashtag? Yep. School of fish. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the fucking best. So yes, it is. Hundred percent. Told you you got to get the shift knob with the gold with the goldfish in it. Ooh, live goldfish. Live, live. goldfish. <laughs> yes, he's gonna live. I'm gonna right? need that for your birthday. You know what I feel like? I feel like you need the shift knob fr- from Jurassic Park. Where it's got the fucking mosquito in it. I swear to God, if I see that on somebody else's bike before I do that, you're fucking dead to me. (laughs) You're right here, and you're like, oh yeah, fucking. And then somebody's going to send a picture someone did it two years ago and be like, nah. perfect New England bike. Right? (laughs) Fucking mosquito. Dude, fucking so many dinosaurs in New England. (laughs) It's the home of the dinosaurs, right? Is that, what, is that what it's called? Is yeah. The motto? Home yeah. of dinosaurs? New, New Hampshire, live free or dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so, it's too much. changing gears a little bit from dinosaurs here. What do you ride, Grace? <laughs> How'd you guys get started? A wheelie chair. Oh, man. I don't even ride motorcycles anymore. We had to get someone to come in and interview us one time. That <laughs> would go no place good. <laughs> So, we have, well, I've been down to CT as I was picking up some fucking furniture and got a chance to swing by your guy's shop. And Hodgepodge Garage. The Hodgepodge Garage. The hodgepodge. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's, you guys it's got, 10 pounds of shit packed in a one gallon bucket. <laughs> <laughs> you guys definitely f- are using every fucking inch of that space that you got poolside there. So, <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> you guys built your own powder coating oven and this thing is fucking sweet and it's also probably the best shop heater that you could ever have perfect oh, shop heater dude so explain to us how you how you decided that not only did you want something powder coated but you were just going to go ahead and build your own powder coating oven well it started in spite of me really oh absolutely Ab- yeah absolutely so um in the middle of building the rust star i wanted to get some powder coating done and uh, uh, Nick over here, he already had his rims done from somebody else. And I was like, "Yo, how much do those those cost?" And he's like, "Oh, like two fifty or something like that." I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not paying two fifty to fucking do that. I'll just wait another season." And uh, just at the same time, he was building his bike, and he's building some fucking cool shit. Um, and then we're like, you know, maybe we should get into fucking powder coating just because it, it'd be easier to do. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I want to get it done professionally, get it done right. And 
<laughs> that just rubbed me the wrong way because everything, right right. With the sentence. E- okay. everything I do is done right. And if it's done wrong, you don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we went to our uh, local Harbor Freight. Um, My favorite store. A favorite store. Favorite store. You have great success with all their tools. Mm. Yeah. None of them break if, ever. If, and they're socket adapters that make if, great clutch This guy's wearing a, a Maco tools hat and sweatshirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> just so it's out there, I'm actually a Snap-on fan. Just Maco makes better clothing. Snap-on. <laughs> they got better tolerances on their hoodies. I've, I've also had the worst luck with Harbor Freight. Anything I buy from Harbor Freight breaks, so I gave up. All I feel like it's because you don't believe in it. Maybe. I feel like it's because the, the Harbor Freight tools can tell that you're a Snap-on guy, and they're like, oh, we don't want to work for him anyway. They, they burn his hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they decided that they were going to get into powder coating in spite of me, completely. Just, so they, to, just to show you just that they could to show do it, me and they didn't have that to. they could do it, which was fine because, like, I still reaped all the fucking benefits. <laughs> you know? Like, my shit still got powder coated. Well, <laughs> <Both> free. <laughs> so it worked out. That's true. I mean, we we learned a lot in the beginning. We as we started with my bike, um, we started basically powder coating every random part we had in the shop. Oh wait a minute! Before you get into what you powder coated, how did you build it? Okay, uh, how did you well, know how to? Well, like, you start it it from started the from like beginning. the first part. We we bought the machine and we're like, fuck. We powdered the part. We're like, fuck, dude. We need to actually bake this thing. We had nothing. So the machine. So, why don't we start at the machine? What about it? What's the machine? You're saying you bought... The powder uh, coat gun. Yeah. The powder coat gun from Harbor Freight. Oh, okay. So Harbor Freight sold you a whole kit, hooked the kit up, and then you spray the shit on. Don't, yeah. you, don't use their powder, by the way. It's garbage. For people that want to get one of these machines from Harbor Freight and do a decent job, where not should not they not get the powder? Cool <laughs> <laughs> where are you picking up the powder from? Uh, as of right secret? now, we actually been using prismatic powders. Nice. Uh, you can also online. get some stuff from Powder by the Pound. Yes, we've gotten some Powder by the Pound. Um, we've noticed that they they've been just great. Their yeah. color schemes have been out of this world. Some crazy stuff coming out of them. Some glow in the dark stuff. Yeah, coming out that of them. glow in the dark shit. Like you know, it holds up. I use it daily on like you know tools. Yeah, and I saw you guys had about fifty speed squares in there. That's all my colors. <laughs> a new color, a new square. <laughs> yeah, got to get it with the powder. It just gets yeah. delivered in the mail. <laughs> um, so you sprayed the first thing, and then you're like, okay, we got to bake it. Yeah. Because what happens if you don't bake it? It's just powder. It's just powder. It doesn't do anything. It blows <laughs> off in the wind. <clears throat> gotcha. Um, so the first thing I did is I said, fuck it. Threw it in my kitchen oven. Wife was home. There you go. Why not? <laughs> Toss it in, see what yeah. happens. Threw it on a baking tray what happened? Perfect. Oh, shit. So it Turns out. out powder coat is very toxic. Yes. <laughs> and then we went to... Uh, oh, we hold that up. It has been replaced. Oh, is it, is it, so, is it that serious? Like if you do something in there, you probably don't want to cook in it again? Probably not. I mean, we still ate out of it for about two weeks. And then I bought a new one. But, and uh, then we all started feeling really sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably unrelated. But. Um, and then it came into a snowstorm where I wanted to do a set of spokes. And Terry and I decided that... Well, we can't keep doing it in the kitchen oven, so we went out and bought a toaster oven. <laughs> toaster back oven. Me oh, on. By the oh way, you God. can't fit a rim in a regular oven either. We've you got to cut powder. it up first, and then yeah. weld yeah. it back together. Yeah. 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 Um, Over the powder coat. So, 
I got me on, you know, Black and Decker fucking cheap, cheap, uh, yeah, what do you call it? Toaster oven. Thank you. Cheap toaster oven got us through. This is what happens when you drink before a podcast. Damn, toaster oven did the whole thing, huh? I mean, with each powder we got from Prismatic Powder and from Powder by a Pound, there's a list of instructions. And it basically tells you what to bake, how long to bake it, and how to treat it. And so the toaster oven got up to the heat that we needed to get up to. Yeah. Um, But it wouldn't fit bigger things besides pieces of toast. Right, you know. So once you're done powder yeah. coating all your toast, <laughs> like, then you, you're ready to move up. All right. So after the toaster oven, what was the next step up? Well, after that, we kind of realized we we done fucked, um, and we started building from the ground up and going through all the prep that needed to be done. And at first, we didn't have a proper sandblasting booth. Um, oh, yeah, because so you got to sandblast everything before you powder coat. Oh, absolutely. Well, with, with the chrome and whatnot, anything that's dirty, usually we hit it with acetone um, to get rid of all the grease and all the grime and whatnot. And then we sandblast it, and after the sandblasting, we'll clean with alcohol and water so we have a perfectly clean surface. Gotcha. But um, in the beginning, we didn't have a sandblaster, so I was wearing a <clears throat> full-blown suit. Nick's wearing his suit. Dave's wearing his suit. Justin's wearing his suit just so we can get into a... Small little kitty tent. <laughs> Using play sand. Using play sand. Because dried out in the oven. Yeah, all we, of you guys were in this little kitty tent? Not, not all at the no, same time. We took we took shifts because oh God, I was gonna say, this fuck. Harbor Freight sandblaster was garbage. Um, Would you recommend people don't even go that route? They just start somewhere else? It sucks. Um, if you're going to get the actual cabinet, the cabinet's great, but they have like this little gun that has a hopper, kind of like your paintball guns. And that thing's fucking garbage. Oh, so don't so don't bother with the Hopper one, but they, no. but Harbor Freight does still sell an affordable one. The cabinet cabinet. Fine. Is that one you have? Yeah, yeah we we, we have eventually upgraded to that point. <laughs> upgraded to much better media. <laughs> we don't use place. Oh yeah, yeah we don't use So <laughs> at first we were looking at the bags of media and we're like, these are just this is fucking expensive. We're just doing this for ourselves. So yeah. um, we had the clever idea of <laughs> let's use some fucking place sand from Home Depot. You could buy a big ass bag for three bucks, and we got the the place in, and it was wet. So we took it, put it on a cookie tray, and no, threw it. We sifted it through Nick's pool skimmer <laughs> <laughs> to get all the heavy grit out of it. This isn't helping the poolside shop. <laughs> and then, and then after we sifted it, we put it through uh, Nick's kitchen oven. To dry out the sand before we put it in a sandblaster. Damn, your kitchen oven's getting used up. <laughs> yeah, Luckily, you're in the middle of a kitchen remodel, and everything was getting thrown away. Oh, Beth, perfect. Beth loves him a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she would have never known. Thanks a lot, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a, I, I would say Eric would get the biggest kick in the dick. Oh, yeah. On a, reg- on a weekly basis. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> Daily basis. <laughs> so... He's the neighborhood so you're narc. you're all in this tent. <laughs> neighborhood, neighborhood narc. Jesus Christ. God. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> Creeping through your windows. That's it. So you got out of this kitty tent and instead <laughs> went with a media cabinet. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that looks like... Uh, the fucking shit that a scientist would handle a uranium bar through? Yeah. yeah. We handle that as well. 
<laughs> we do all your uranium. <laughs> so for people who have never seen it, it's the fucking classic sci-fi movie shit where you got a box, a clear box with rubber gloves attached to it, and you like stick your hands through the rubber gloves into this box area. How are you getting the gun into the box? Uh, it's like open on the side. Sorry, yeah, it's already the in there. You got the oh, ho- it's on the inside. Yeah, so it's yeah. got a little hopper on the bottom, uh, which just keeps dumping the sand back into it and throwing it back through the hose, which as long as you got your PSI high enough and you got you, good compressor. So you obviously have an air compressor with an air hose that you hook gotcha, up to so the cabinet. Air fitting. Yeah, yeah, so that's how that gets, I mean, you need the air pressure, so. Right, but it's all contained in there, so it's not like it's you're going to mess up your whole shop with this shit. No. Right? It well, doesn't like. <laughs> unless someone puts the vacuum on backwards. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> I can't say who did that. <laughs> I was prepping some parts for a good two hours before I realized that the vacuum was hooked up backwards, so it was actually blowing all of the crap out of the, the cabinet. <laughs> just and, rolling coal. And I just had these black fucking boogers for like two days because I just took deep breaths all the way. It was terrible. Oh black my lung. God. It was fucking awful. I think I'm getting the black lung pop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So, But yeah, we have a vacuum up. set up that sucks all that shit out and blows it outside so that we're not breathing the shit in. But Gotcha. Wait, maybe. what's getting blown outside? Just like the dust. So it's not... Okay, so I thought The dust that's inside the cabinet. There's a, yeah. we have the it, it's a dust collector. collector. Yeah, it's, it's all it is. Gotcha. Just collecting dust so that we don't breathe it in. Nice. You get that shit pumped and pumping outside. But explain the... the we kind of skipped over a step in the beginning here with the machine <clears throat> that I want to make sure we oh. dive into so that people who are listening that might want to try powder coating can understand what's going on with it. The mic is being pushed toward Nick right now. <laughs> so, as far as the process is concerned, you get the machine to spray it. Explain yes. the whole, like, clamping it, um, how it works. So, you got the machine. You got it hooked up to a compressor with a low PSI. Um, the gun is positively charged. You have a negative charge. And it's just an electromagnet, basically. Gotcha. Um, electrostatic, to be exact. So, do you need to be in a booth while you're spraying it? It's recommended. It really goes everywhere if you're not. Gotcha. Um, but I there's feel no, like our little shower curtain keeps it contained. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't have the greatest of technology setup. You could but, cut uh, a hole in that shower curtain for two gloves. <laughs> and just reach your hands through the shower curtain. You have dual laboratories going on. There. Um, so, yeah, you just charge. The, the air and the powder are charged as it comes out of the gun. And, like I said, the part is negatively charged, so it, the powder attracts to it. Causing, gotcha. you know, the actual stick. Yeah. Does but it spray like a paint? Not really. It's more like a dust. Gotcha. So it kind of um, lingers there in yeah. the air? It's a dry um, adhesion. Yeah. And it really, the powder doesn't mean shit until it's baked. Gotcha. Um, but it'll sit on there, like after you're done and it's all sprayed and it's sitting on there, it'll sit on the piece while yeah. you carry it over, right? It's not like it's just going to fucking flake no. off as you're walking to the oven. No. no. Well, you know what I think a good a good thing about powder coat is different than paint, at least when you're going through the process of getting it powdered. God forbid one of us like bumped into it while we were moving. Yeah. You can literally just dust this shit off and do it again. Whereas oh, if you, oh, so you touched white, wet paint, That'd be, you're yeah. fucked. You got to start problem. all over again. So I think I think I think that's a pretty cool part of it, right? Because I mean, God forbid anything happens, it's literally you just brush this shit off and do it again. 
Yeah, you well, don't have to wait for part. it to dry yeah. Yeah. and then sand it yeah. and bring it back down. You can literally hit it with an air gun or hit it with a dry paintbrush and just knock off all that powder that you just sprayed on and start fresh. <clears throat> right. Now, if you if you had something powder coated and you wanted to change the color, is that possible? You got to just fucking sand off a whole... Yeah, I mean... I mean, like, just like, like paint, right? You like my, like, right so, off. like my pipes are black. So, if I wanted to change them, is what you're asking? Yeah. Like to a different color? Yeah. You would just sandblast it and do it all over again. So you can't just powder coat right over something else. It's you, already you powder coated. Can, can you can, but there's a lot of it shrugs depends on and your disappointed I mean, looks it's, in the room. It's so, <laughs> it's so technical when we get into that because it depends on your base. If you have a black base, you're obviously not going to throw a white over it. You know, it's just right. Yeah, it, the, it depends. Your base on, is going to kind of change the complexion of the color you're throwing. Yeah, there, there's multi-stage. Pe- you can do multi-stage, like, you know, collections, basically, of uh, powder that will create a totally different color than you completely anticipated. Oh, damn. Getting into some, some so, fucking yeah, rainbow it, 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 get, it gets definitely complex when you're, sure. when you're talking about base paints and top coats and all that, but, right. you know. Like, How do you feel like it holds up on, on in a high heat application compared to, like, a high temp paint? Like, they have, like, high temp paint people spray their exhaust pipes. I think my pipes held up great. With the powder coat? Yeah. I use high temp flat black. They they held up really well. Powder coat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay. Yep. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen mixed results with the paints. I mean, I'll be honest with you, there was a little bit of fade, but I mean it, it I I think to the naked eye it's completely unnoticeable. I noticed it because I know what they look like fresh out of the oven. Sure. But someone just looking at my bike six months later wouldn't know. It was the slightest fade. Yeah. But like I mean I thought they held up really well. That's we, awesome. We did a uh, set of uh, pipe covers for my buddy Maurice, and he drove from here to Florida and back. No problem with you know discoloration or fading or anything like that. He loves it. Damn, I gotta hit you guys up for some pipes then. Yeah, that was that was on the B rod too. So that thing's <laughs> that thing's cruising. That's mm. awesome because V rods are so fast. <laughs> <laughs> the only Holly that's not a Holly. Yeah, we don't claim that one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't claim most of these new ones either. Yeah, the yeah. Pan America. If it's not, not a claim, it's not thing. a Holly. <laughs> that one that uh, Fat Man was showing the other day, where how you got a fucking program? You need the computer to do the turn signals. So ridiculous. That was oh, like you I know how I do mine. I take a crowbar and knock off my directionals. <laughs> Done. There you go. <laughs> I don't have that problem anymore. Fuck, he's still rocking that, those DOT flashers. Who? <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, Lord. Yeah, oh, yes. they get too complex. So, then, I mean, we kind of skipped how we, we went from the toaster oven to the oven we built. Yeah, let's so, get back into that. Yeah. Built that shit from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. What are those coils on the bottom? Where did you get those? Those are those are actually oven coils. That's what I thought they were, but I wasn't sure. Are those, <laughs> those from the are oven actually that you took out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those coils are the coils that came out of my my kitchen oven that originally started powder coating Fuck. or baking, and that the actual glass window is the front panel from that door. Damn. So, I, like I mean, we, we we made this oven and then remade it again because we wanted a window. Hodgepodge? Um, yeah. It is a hodgepodge. <laughs> it, it's a... Definitely wasn't one of the easiest things to build. Um, definitely was the hardest. It's definitely different, right? Like, who the yeah. fuck is building an oven? Yeah, really. I mean, <laughs> I've never Nobody, seen anybody build an that. oven. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, it, yeah, like I said, it really wasn't... 
I mean, the wiring on it was kind of a pain in the ass, and getting the elements in and getting the elements wired was a pain in the ass. But I mean, it's realistically steel studs. And steel studs, and then steel studs, rockwool, and um. Sounds good. That was good, but it was kind of make, make me thirsty. <laughs> um, and just galvanized heating. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's really so amazing that, we it's, got like, the, that like it's all that easy from. to get it. Like when you break it down to it, it it isn't all, it isn't a ton of things, but having the knowledge to actually build it is a whole separate story. So do you, mm. do you still have the oven knobs? You know, like what temperature? No, 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 no. <laughs> so how do you know what temperature your <clears throat> oven is? Broil. Uh, thanks to Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to Alexa, we're able to figure out Celsius to Fahrenheit, but it, it's some Japanese controller. Oh shit! Yeah, so there's a little controller that sits on top. That, so why don't you just take the oven in? and just use the oven? That's too fucking easy. Wasn't big enough. It's sitting on the floor next to it, waiting to go on. But that is an option <laughs> that we're ready to wire. <laughs> oh, to have like a, an extra yeah. the actual interface from my oven. Oh, the interface gotcha. from the old oven. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the interface just for now. We just like using Alexa. Yeah, <laughs> Alexa, turn the oven on. <laughs> Alexa, powder coat my rims. It's perfect for timers, dude. Oh my god, she's great. God for, dude, if we didn't have Alexa, we'd forget. Absolutely. There, there's been plenty there's no of doubt about it. Oh shit, those parts are in the oven. <laughs> Fuck, get the cookies out. Yeah. <laughs> Redo them. Mom, the meatloaf. You never know what he's doing back there. But I mean, the oven we built is large enough to fit a soft tail frame uh, easily, but. Holy Throughout, t- oh yeah, dude, it's huge. It's no fucking joke. It's taller than my head. Wow. Like standing in the shop. I'm pretty sure it's also on the It's also on the It's also it's on the It's also jacked up 24 inches, so. Yeah. Because <laughs> Nick lost exactly. the truck, so he just wanted yeah, to Yeah, they got a lift kit on their power yeah. coat oven. Oh, yeah. Lift kit, straight pipe, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Roll coal. Oh, jeez, I haven't heard that one in a long time. Don't worry, the oven rolls cold every time we open it. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, Jesus, what a fucking how, project. How though. long did it take, though? I don't remember how long. It, it took, took about a week or so. Yeah, it took about a week to get finally where we wanted it to be. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it actually was... Uh, finally, uh, the, I'm going to go with Dave on this one. It was Dave's grand idea to actually jack it up. I mean, it was terrible. Yes. It was on the ground, and I mean, you'd, you'd go to grab a part and just burn the piss out of your arms. Cause, yeah, because you're trying to reach down in there. Yeah, and trying, yeah. To, trying to load that thing was not fun. That's how Nick and Chip got his name. Yeah. I'd like hit my arm and drop a part and be like, fuck, gotta redo it. <laughs> there was one part that we were doing, I don't remember what it was for, but this fucking guy reaches in there and somehow nicked something and the fucking thing fell directly on the oven element. Oh, it just no. absolutely murdered the powder on the fucking part. <laughs> and we're like, all right, well, guess we're doing that over again. How long is something going in here? And does it does it change based oh, on how depends. big the part is? Oh, yeah. absolutely. The type I of mean, metal, everything. They got a book for this it, shit? I mean, like, how well, do you know? How do you know when it's done? There, there, I mean, there's application guys per powder. They got the yeah, pop say, from a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> Wish, dude. Well, yeah, so each, each powder basically has its own instructions. Yeah, I mean... I mean, realistically, once the part gets up to temperature, and that's really the... Yeah, I think that's, that's the, the key to talk about. That's the actual deciding factor for the part, is like, is it a piece of sheet still, or is it some thick-ass paw part, you know? 
Right. So it, it's it, not like cookies where you're like, oh, let's throw these cookies in here at 400 degrees for 12 minutes. It's the part has to be at 400 degrees. For then a certain it's number 12 of minutes. Time. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So Yeah. So we got like a laser point uh, thermometer that we actually measured the heat of the actual material. And then once it starts to flow, which is basically the term of just when the powder goes from a flat color to like a wet, glossy color, depending on the product. Mm -hmm. And uh, once we notice that, then we shoot the laser, check out the temperature of the material. And depending on what temperature that is, and depending on what the powder is, we decide when to set the timer and what is the right time to be baked. Damn. Yeah. So is there, <clears throat> after you put a color on and you bake it, is there a, a clear coat process, or or are the power are the powders like gloss versus flat versus matte? Like, how do you are there those distinctions within powder coating? It all it really depends on the color and what we're looking for. Because a lot of times there's like a flat black. We won't well, flat black. We won't even do a clear coat over it. But like for instance, like my bars, we're gonna be doing the like pearl white, and we're gonna be yep. doing the clear coat. Uh, glow over it, so so sick. It all depends on what we're what we're looking for. Yeah, I literally can't wait to see this thing go down the road at night. So, <laughs> right? When you I'm gonna be so distracted. <laughs> ADD. When you put it in the oven, is it done at that point, or does it have to cool to be hardened? The, the That's curing, a good question. The curing process really starts after you pull it out of the oven. The cool down period is the actual cure process. Okay. So, I mean, e even though it's up to temperature, it's been in the oven for so ever long. Um, you pull it out, like I said, you pull it out of the oven and it's still just, you could wipe it down with your thumb it's like and then paint. burn the shit out of yourself, but, um, hot paint, <laughs> hot yeah, paint. yeah, it's like hot paint. I mean, it doesn't really cure cure until it's starting it's to cool. Down, yeah. Um, yeah, that's about, and it gets, but and I mean, you can, it. you can, you can overbake stuff too. So you got to be careful with that. Mm -hmm. And what, uh, how would you know that you overbaked it? It looks like shit. Yeah. Like it would it start to bubble. Yeah, it'll okay, start to bubble. bubble or like if we use um, transparent colors like a top coat. Um, something with like a gold or a copper. Something that's supposed to be really bright and shiny. Yep. If you over bake it, you actually bake the color right out of it. So something when you're looking for, for instance, like a transparent copper, which is a bright copper wire color. Yeah. If you bake it for too long, it starts to turn a little brassy, a little more golden. Sure. And if you bake it any further than that, it's just a discolored clear coat. Gotcha. So, you, so it's really there's a science to all of this. Oh, how absolutely. Do you, how do you yeah, dial definitely. it in? Like, are definitely. you nervous every just time a you're lot of practice? A just a lot of. Well, I mean, we. I mean, so I mean, look at Nick. You know, I mean, he he did those squares like a hundred fucking times. That's true. You know, so I mean, it's just repetition. And those things don't fucking chip. I, I would find no, 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 like, no. You, I you <clears> scratch <throat> them. I scratch. He was like, scratch it with a fucking bolt. Dude, when, when we were done not, with my pipes, I, to the yeah. back side of the pipes, I took a wrench and just smacked it to test to see how good it was. Yeah. And it was fucking, it held up mint. And I, I I didn't, like, let go. Like, I let it fucking, I hit the fucking thing. Yeah. And it was, it was fine. Um, Damn. Yeah, it's crazy yeah, how, we, how durable I mean, this shit is. We take square, I mean square. We take uh, scrap pieces of metal all the time. Like, I actually have this, I just told these guys, I have a this Kenworth, like, metal sign. It's the Kenworth logo on, on big trucks. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, we got to sandblast this thing down and do something fucking cool with it. It's just this random metal sign I found. And I was like, oh, I'm going to pick this up and powder coat it. Like, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of how we practice. We try, we test different things. We throw different colors on top of each other, see what it's going to look like. I'm really excited because Ron just showed me, I mean, obviously my Sportster's purple. I love fucking purple. 
Um, Purple Rain. <clears throat> yeah. Purple Pain. Yeah. What did I say I was going to call it? Amethyst. I can't even say the word right Amethyst. now. Amethyst. 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 That's what it Thank was. Thank you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I couldn't remember for a second. Um, <laughs> what I want to do is he he bought, or well, we bought this fucking, um, what was it called? The glitter, the one that you sent me the other day. What the hell was the name of the powder? Disco, Disco the, Lavender? Disc, yeah, disco, disco Purple. Lavender. <laughs> disco Purple. Disco Purple. Disco Purple. But it was basically Sounds flame. real cute. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fucking, fucking super cute. It's so <laughs> cute. I'm glad you said that because no one knows how, how much, how funny that is to me. But, um, yeah, so it's 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 flake that, um, it's like, uh, it's clear, right? But it's got it's purple clear flake coat. in it. Yes. Right. So it's a top layer. And I want to spray it over the purple I already have on like my wheels. I want to see how it comes out because the purple, the purple I powdered my bike with is amazing, as in terms of. So color. you'll be doing like a purple, a purple flake over a purple. Yeah, it's a top coat to whatever your base coat is. So is that your purple powder coat? No, the tins aren't. The tins I had painted by a buddy. But you can put my wheels are... over paint. No. no, 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 I'm not gonna paint the tin. Sorry, I should have specified. Powder. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do my wheels again. Oh, okay. At okay. some point. Powder doesn't Ma- stick. I'm gonna, I make, paint, Nick paint I'm gonna stick make Nick powder. take them apart because Nick's the best wheel guy in the universe. So we could talk about that now if you want. We do got to get he into wanted, that. He wanted his five minutes to shine, so here it is. It's gonna take Holy more shit, than five minutes. Put me on the pedestal on that one, though. Maybe you can fix my rear. We'll put you on the lead, Susan. Brand new, dude. Like I'm telling you, like, yo, I'm, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> just trying to say this because he's my guy, but there's no one better. No one's gonna get the wheels tighter than this guy right here. No one. There's no one in the world. I mean, when so he's bringing his wheels this. to other people, they're like, oh, I wouldn't get him that tight. He brought them to a race guy, and the guy was like, oh, I wouldn't even get him that tight. A guy who builds fucking race bikes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, just buy mags. <laughs> I mean, he gets a little more in-depth with it, though. So, yeah, so I, he's going to talk about it. I don't know shit about it. I have no idea how he does it. It's, it's really monotonous in my eyes. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, like, as a, any good listener knows, I have your wheels sitting in my, or Grease's wheels sitting in my garage right now. Good yeah, listener, buddy. that's nice. That means that someone was paying the fuck attention. Yeah, yeah. that's right, they are. <laughs> I'm not going to listen to that part like 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said my name! <laughs> oh, exactly. We, we, we must have mentioned Dirty Builds probably like six oh times. Yeah, thanks for that, that, bro. Yeah. We got a few followers because we of We their Instagram account. All two and a half of them. <laughs> They say half because one was a midget. So, I mean, <laughs> butt chugging. <laughs> Shout out to Florida. <laughs> anyway, Shit, so I lost my train of thought. Take Thank us you. through. Well, t- take us the process yeah. of, of lacing a wheel and true or intruing. Tell a them wheel. how you got started because I think that's actually funnier. All right, no, that is a great fucking story. Um, I got started because I uh, I fell at work. You fell. I fell. Off it, it was a fucking. It was a fall. What did you fall off of? A ladder. Oh, okay. What color was the ladder? Purple. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't camouflage. <laughs> what did no, you, you land on? Uh, will you let me just say it? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, your face. Christ. And guys, we're going to tell this story. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to keep questioning every part of this. So, like, you're at work. So, I fell at work. Uh, I, was on a, I was on a ladder and I uh, kind of fucked up and fell off. He and, lost um, the ladder match. <laughs> so I landed on my face and I broke my eye socket. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. But we make fun of yeah. it every time. No, it, it, it turned out that it fucked you know, all up. <laughs> at the time, I was trying to figure out how to get my wheels laced, and everybody was wicked expensive. And Workman's Comp was like, "Yeah, you're gonna be at like sixty percent of your pay." So I was like, "All right, well, fuck that. I'm not paying anybody to do it." Um, so I went online and bought the equipment, 
the, the tooling jigs and the wrenches and stuff. And so I was up with a concussion for five days straight and couldn't Damn. sleep. And I was working in between, waiting between the fall and surgery. So I just learned how to just between probably 60 hours of YouTube videos and just doing it. I started, a case of Red yeah. Bull and a half a fucking yeah. prescription of Ritalin. Uh, full prescription of Ritalin. Cocaine. Right on that legal line of Ritalin. Um, but, uh, All the yeah, other. I mean, so it, it was like just all like, you know, just videos and videos and videos. Yeah. And finally just started figuring out. I mean, my front wheel on my bike probably came apart and went up, went back together 30, 40 times. It take, so it takes quite a number of tries to get this process dialed in huh yeah i mean there's 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 the basic way of just following a needle and a lot of guys have done it for years and i respect them for being able to watch that following yeah. a needle yeah there's like little could legit, be anything i don't Jason know dragon well on my uh yeah, we were talking <laughs> yeah. about the cocaine so I, I'm, what, what yeah, you guys following want? the needle all right follow yeah. the needle and you'll never get through this fucking mind-numbing process <laughs> um so what does that mean well I mean, on the jig itself, once you actually figure out how to lace it, which, if you don't know how to do it, is, yeah, that that was a 30 or 40 times, once I finally got it together right, um, there's a needle, or a pin, off of my wheel stand, that you could put close to the wheel, and you just watch it bounce back and forth, and up and down off the needle. You're basically checking the outer round of it. Yes. Um, Everywhere you go, they're going to tell you a one millimeter tolerance is tight enough. And I just don't believe in that. I believe in it should be as tight as fucking possible. Well, the spec yeah. is pretty well, big. One, I, mean. I mean, one millimeter, yeah, so you look at one millimeter, it's not very large, but once you spin For it on a wheel. guys, one millimeter, it's pretty small. <laughs> just, just so you know. It's, it's, it's a size of very highly rented dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I ride a Harley. <laughs> That's, um, that's only for 90 and up, guys. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, I was able to watch the tolerance on one millimeter, and I just was not satisfied at all. I thought it was like shit. And just, you also weren't using a needle, right? You were using a dial indicator. Not yet. Oh. Um, Sorry. <laughs> so I yeah, went to my... Uh, story. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of suspense there. Yeah. So, so eventually he ends up with a dial, guys. Yeah, no, so... <laughs> Wow, fucking spoiler alert over here. I went to my local Harbor Freight and uh, bought a couple magnetic stands and a couple slide micrometers. Yeah. And just figured out how to jig them up right onto the wheel. And I use a, I actually currently use micrometers to get it on point and I keep it within a couple thousandths of an inch. That's fucking amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, it's tight, dude. I don't even understand. I mean, some of these wheels I had almost zero reading right across it. To get it tight. Um, so tell me this, right? You put, say you you put it on the stand and it's reading over a millimeter. Mm-hmm. What I mean, is it that you're doing? What are you changing that's reducing that? Could be anything. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, just, there, there, fucking, who there, knows? There's right? just so much to go into. I mean, up and down, you, you're changing 180 degrees on the wheel. You know, if I have a bump in one spot. I have to loosen up another spot on completely du- opposite side of the wheel and tighten up another spot on that spot. How do you tighten the loosened spots? Yeah, thank you. That's perfect. A wrench? I mean, there's, right, there's the specific, there's specific <laughs> spoke wrenches that you're supposed to use. Um, 
So I go around, you know, you go around, you tighten them up, you look for any variance. If you have a left and right shift or a left or right shift, I mean, you have to change the spoke pull into the right or you change the spoke pull into the left and you just change everything you do. You know, it's going off of Newton's law. Everything that has an opposite right. and equal reaction. So you're spinning so, this thing, and, and based on the, the dial, it allows you to find out where it's out. So you can you can pick a point on the actual rim, and you can say this is the part where it's out. So you know where to change it from. <laughs> Fuck you, dude! I <laughs> just in the background goes, "I love Fig Newtons." <laughs> I tried so hard to keep that straight. He did his best. <laughs> Holy shit, you gotta repeat that question now. <laughs> so I was trying to say, can you find out using that dial exactly where on the rim it's out? Yes. Like how, cause you, so you have to pick. You're saying 180, so you have to know exactly which section. Correct. Um, I mean, it, it's really... For me, it's hard to describe. Some people, it might be easier, but I mean, you find that one variance in the wheel, or variation, excuse me, and you're able to just work with it. You're able to pull from one spoke to another, I guess you could say. Sure. Um, and just wrenching around. And then finally, when it is perfect, uh, you just torque it down. I got a, I actually found on Amazon a torque wrench that's designed for spokes. So is you're it electric to, or you're doing this by hand? What's that? Is that electric or you're doing it by hand? Oh, by hand. There, there's no electric or anything on this, even the wheel jig. Fuck. Um, yeah, it's a, definitely a process. It's like I, mean, I said, it's 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 tedious, dude. It, and it, it's funny because I'm not a tedious person. I can't stand the cleanup work. That's what I got run for. <laughs> He's not a tedious person. Not at all. Like I can't stand tedious work. You go into somebody's house to replace a light bulb and you rewire their whole whole entire home. I want, That's I not want, tedious. I want the listeners to know he's lying. <laughs> This man put in a whole electrical panel tonight in his house. <laughs> I don't see what the tedious part of this is. Like, I, I, I might be one to do the finish work and make sure things are fucking key, but, like, Nick, you're fucking tedious. <laughs> As we're learning, Nick is tedious. <laughs> if, if your light flickers the slightest bit, he will change your breaker and rewire the entire fucking house to make sure that fucking bitch never flickers again. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Which is a good, that's a good problem to have, you know? Not if you're the electrician. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just... just I, I really don't know how to describe it. It's it's kind of my piece, and I, I find... You know, just... I find it calming. Yeah, you, so it's something you enjoy Somehow. doing, even though it, it takes uh, quite a while. How long does an average wheel take? Oh, that depends. I mean, it really... My front wheel... Or, ju- rephrase that, Justin's front wheel... Between laced, tuned, and torqued, it probably took me an hour. That's um, not bad at all. No, my but, rear wheel took a lot longer. Yeah, I mean, because it, it, because of the rear hub and all this other shit, and your rear wheel is obviously smaller, the spokes are shorter. So it's right. a lot more of a pain in the ass. The shorter the spokes, the more pain in the ass it is to to spoke from. At least what I found. And his rear wheel took me about three. Well, the nice thing about be having this skill or like for people out there that haven't ever done it myself included that um might want to dive into it is what you mentioned earlier about i'd love to get a 21 on the front of my xs and if you want to get if you want to change your wheel diameter and you don't want to have to go through the 
struggles of this is probably only if you ride a metric bike and you don't want to go through the struggles of trying to find bearings that'll fit up so you can mount a 21 you can just get bigger spokes well that's how this whole thing happened i mean i went i went down on the bike and dented the shit out of my rim yeah and triumph was just ridiculous yeah dude that yes. price you quoted was like <laughs> they wanted like 800 dollars for a fucking front rim and then I went on British Customs, and they wanted $800 for a front rim and a spoke kit. And it was a 21, so I was like, fuck it. Send it. Yeah. It'll look better. That bike looks better with the front. A lot right, of front wheel anyways. 21 front, for sure. So, so you know what? It's funny, because one of the reasons I feel like, I, I don't want to say we, Nick got into it. I mean, even with the powder coating. So before we started powder coating, and well, I mean, obviously, this is going back in time. But before we started powder coating... And we were looking, I was looking to get my wheels done. A lot of the guys would say, yeah, I could take them apart, but you're going to have to take them somewhere to get them put back together and tuned. And when Nick started doing it, I was like, dude, this is perfect. Because like I've call, I called like three or four powder coating places that didn't do it. They were just like, no, you got to take it somewhere. Right. So I was like, wow. Like, I mean, what? how good of a service would it be, especially once we started getting in the powder coating, to say, yeah, we could take your wheels apart and put them back together. You don't have to worry about anything. So... I think that w- that helped one stop shop. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Just, mean, just a recommendation for anyone that pulls their wheel apart and tries to do this on their own. I'm all for doing it on your own. Just pay just, the fuck attention. Yeah, pay the fuck attention. I mean, there, there's so much shit that I learned about when I took my first wheel apart about negative and positive offsets on the rear hub. Not all real, not all hubs are fucking centered, which is completely mind blowing. Because any wheel you look at, you're like, it should be centered, but. You know, one side might be shifted left or right, depending on your your um, your, brakes. your sprocket or your brake rotor, or whatever. I mean, it, it's definitely yeah, that was something, something to that look I didn't up. Think about before you, you decide it. to just dive into it and cut your rims apart like I did the first time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had a call. I made a call to fucking Triumph to try and find a, the offset on these rims to make sure I knew I was doing it right. And they couldn't even answer the question. Damn. So I learned at that Let's moment. Let's say like, you triumph. Yeah. Fucking right in. They fucking suck. A fucking <laughs> bolt from Triumph costs like seven bucks. So they're on everything else. They fucking they don't even know their own bikes. I mean, you'll hit up some of your local shops that do the tuning and lacing and everything. It's and expensive. It's, it's fucking expensive. Yeah, like, I we talked to some local people, sense. and it's like $85 an hour, and they'll quote you for six hours. Yeah. I remember seeing on the forums, for the, the XS forums, people were, because it's an older bike, you can't just buy a new one. There, Like, there's not just, like, a a 21 front wheel that you can just purchase new stock. So you're stuck with either finding another old one that's in better shape or there's people on the forums that sell, they buy the kits you were, you were showing me, the spoke mm-hmm. kits. They buy a new spoke kit, a new rim, mm-hmm. and they lace it up front right. and rear and they'll sell it to you as like new stock, like a thousand bucks for a yeah. set. Yeah. You know, the money they're getting is crazy, but the work is tedious. It's hard. Not a lot of not a lot of people want to learn how to do it because they don't even think about it. Myself included. I, I was just I like, mean, well, it, it's the fucking it, there, the wheel. There are definitely points of the wheel that get risky. Um, like for instance, when I ran into yours, like I, I was questionable about your questionable about your spoke specifically, and that's the right. condition I'm of the bike. Fuck this bike. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I mean, the condition of the spokes were rough, and 
you know, you run into a situation where you, you have a weak spoke. I mean, you could lose a couple spokes on the road, and it's nothing, but you, you lose a whole section Enough, of them, and yeah. your whole fucking wheel shot. Or if you That's pull, why I'm glad we're doing this, too. I felt like it was probably yeah. a good idea to oh, just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, your reels... <clears throat> that was rough. It def- it your reels were definitely long, fucking crusty. I mean, they were rough. <laughs> um, but, I mean, if you don't inspect the outer rim or the hub close enough and you don't... You know, before I take any wheel apart, it's always inspecting for a fracture, a crack, anything. Any minor defect in that rim and or the hub, I recommend replacing it. I mean... Because you don't know when you torque it down, dude, you open that crack up, go down the road, hit a pothole right on that crack, you're fucking gone. Especially on the front wheel. Very true. Like, um, like you think about it, most bikes, if not all of them, are all tube. All tube tires. So if you got that crack in your your uh, actual wheel itself, or you got spokes all fucked up, like, how you gonna know? You gotta check that shit out. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to see where you're going with that, but now I got you. Or just run <laughs> mags. <laughs> fuck mags. Nah, fuck mags. Yeah, what, fuck you mags. Ride, what do you ride? A sportster? <laughs> <laughs> the only bike that matters. The hatred is real. It's out Jesus there. Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. Man. So I mean it, it gets fun. But I mean I can tell you my wife hates it. I try spending time with her. While tuning wheels, while tuning wheels, and all you hear is the tink, 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 you know. Yeah. You guys find them on watch in the other room. And she's like, can you just move it? It's kind of in my viewing plane, and I'm like, not really. Can you move your viewing plane? And it doesn't go well, but at least we're spending time together. That's right. You know, it's a love-hate relationship. I love her, she hates me, kind of thing. But it's all good. But you got to listen to this, so. Yeah. the dog scratcher guy. Yes, unfortunately this morning the dog oh, scratched her right up. in the fucking cornea. Um, like you couldn't target that eye any better, and my dog's dumb as shit. So would you call, that, would you call that a bull a bullseye? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope she gets better, man. For the listeners, this, this scratch was fucking serious. I saw a yeah. picture. So yeah. It's a guy. It's pretty rough. I'm not gonna lie. I hope she gets better for me, not the listeners. Oh God! Sorry. <laughs> I just don't want to hear it. Kick the shit out but, uh, of the table. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. So, in the coming year, obviously we've got a decent amount of you guys. All got builds currently. Yeah. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> yeah, <I'm just> <laughs> what would you say is your favorite? Pixar movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that wow. So let me this ask you. Podcast it. is over, right? Let me <laughs> ask you. Have two hours yet? If you had to build either a Toy Story bike or a pirate bike, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Why Nick walk away? Oh yeah, he got, got it. All right, quick. now the pirate story has to come out now. You <laughs> fucking brought it up. The peg legged stroker has left the building. <laughs> now you have to tell the story now. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the listeners are ready for that. I don't think they're ready for that. Why don't we talk about your favorite Pixar movie? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're definitely ready for that. I'm going to have to say up the first five minutes and be balling like a baby. The balloons. That's a good movie. It would the be emu. It would be Toy just, Story, but here's the thing: uh, we're working on our bikes, so <laughs> you guys think uh, wrapped up, ready for the riding season, ready for Deadbeat. Ready for oh, Laconia? Fuck yeah. 
I'm ready to retreat like a dead I mean, my motor is still apart, but yeah. It'll What's left done. to do on the motor? I gotta I gotta send the heads out. Okay. And um, again, once the jugs come in, put the thing back together. I'm doing a 1275 kit on it. Uh, 1275? Yeah. Who makes that? Hammer oh. Performance. Oh, shit. <laughs> I told yeah. you this last time. Oh, I didn't hear it. They yeah. stopped making the 1250s. Oh, the they just made I mean, I could be wrong, but I think they're actually trying to get away from the 1250s. And only yeah, they, they're not yeah. making the yeah, 1250s. They're not making the selling the stock anymore, right? that they have yeah. and then only doing 1275. Yeah. So, huh. I'm doing a 1275 kit, um, cams, port polish the heads, new clutch. Uh, Foot clutch? No, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You guys always talk about how if no front brake and foot clutch, you ride a little safer because you know you don't want to take too many chances. You can't stop that fast. I'm not ready for that yet. I'm putting power to my bike. I want to fucking beat the shit. Hey, out you of know it. why they say that? Because they drive <laughs> metrics, so they can't go fast anyways. <laughs> I'm not ready for it yet because I still want to have foot. There you go. But yeah, I mean, hopefully that should be done in the next couple months. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, summer is uh, rapidly approaching. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah, yeah they got to get the 500 miles. Says the guy to who just ripped his second bike apart in February. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of time. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was 60 well, degrees the other day. Dude, I want to do that little bit I was talking to Loctite about because so mechanics always talk about all the good shit they do. I want to hear a hack story. Yes. I really How do. about it? Hack I want story backstory. Yeah. I have a hack I want to hear a story because if a mechanic looks you in the eye, it's like when a guy goes, I've never lost a fight. You know, if a mechanic yeah. looks you in the eye and goes, I've never done anything that's hack, you're lying. <laughs> right? You've done something. 100%. Something. <laughs> anything at all. I don't care what it is. Even if it's a temporary fix and you fixed it properly an hour later, you still did it hack the first time. Yep. Right? So I want to know yours first, and then I'll tell you mine, because mine's bad. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I had, I was actually building this truck for myself. It was a 2000 Dodge Ram 2500. As always, the rear quarters are rotted out, bottoms of the doors are rotted out. I had no time to be fucking dealing with this bullshit. <laughs> so I went down to my local fucking Home Depot, got four cans of spray foam, filled the holes with spray foam, <laughs> let it dry until it bubbled out, <laughs> took a razor, <laughs> took a razor, cleaned out, like fucking cut it flush with the yeah, thing, yeah. and then skim coated it with Bondo. Sanded it down and painted it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah! And it looks fucking pissa. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I got a bad one. <laughs> I got a really bad one, and I'm really embarrassed to even tell the story, but I'm going to do it anyways. So, when I, um, so I'm a diesel mechanic, but I, I'll work on cars on the side. Um, this guy, uh, a buddy of mine, he calls me up and he's like, hey, man, I got a friend that's in dire need. She's got to drive. I don't even remember where the heck she was going. It was far. It was five like, states, fuel five states the fuel over. Oh, yeah. shit. It was a fuel this is a good story. one. <laughs> I, think, I think she had to go back to like Michigan or some shit. I, it was far. Yeah. And I'm like, why the fuck? First of all, why the fuck are you in Connecticut? <laughs> why are you even near? Why are you over here? <laughs> anyway, so he's like, she's in dire need. You know, her, her truck won't start. It was a um, it was a Dakota, right? Dodge, a little Dodge Dakota. It was some, yeah. And, small uh, truck. Small truck, yeah. Um, and I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll do you a favor. I'll at least go look at it and see what's going on, right? I get over there, you know, looking at it for a couple minutes to figure out, it, yeah, it's definitely a fuel pump. Um, and she's like, well, you know, what could you do the job for? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember what price I told her, but it was more than she could afford at the moment. And she was like, I don't have any money. I got I got 100 bucks just to get me back, and, and that's it. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> so... I looked and I'm like, look, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to help you. I don't, I don't think this is gonna fucking work. 
um, you know, she's like, well, I got this other guy, but they blew me off, and, and I could really just use your help. And I said, well, let me think about it. Let me see what I got going on tomorrow, because the, the day, when I said tomorrow, that was the day she was leaving. Right. So I, um, I called my buddy. I was like, tell your friend I'll do the job for her, and I'll do it for free just to help her out. And I'll be, I'll be a nice guy. I really don't want to do it, but whatever. So my plan was, was to take the bed off. So I went underneath the truck when I was looking at it, and I was like, fuck, these bed bolts are terrible. But I'm going to try it anyway. So I go over there. I got Uh-oh. every tool I need, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I got these my Milwaukee. Tools? No, well, I was using my electric impact. So obviously, there's oh. no Why air compressor in the middle of the room. Because it's not my truck. Oh, I was going to And she didn't want so the whole thing. Yeah, but the whole thing, it wasn't her truck either. It was her boyfriend's. So he's not there. He's not there. Trust me, I wanted to cut a hole. Don't worry, babe. This is how everybody does it. Don't worry. This guy left her so she wouldn't come back home. Just listen to the story. Trust me, it gets good. So anyway, so I go. I'm there. I go underneath the bed. First bolt, boom, comes off. Second bolt, boom, comes off. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I'm going to have this bed off. We're going to fucking do this job right and be done. And, well, it was Milwaukee, dickhead. So, <laughs> um, What was the socket? I don't know. It was a snap-on socket. <laughs> so go. I go to hit, like, the third one, just a whole mess of ooga-doogas and no movement. Right? All the ooga-doogas. What's and that movement? Four ooga-doogas. Four ooga-doogas. <laughs> or German spec is tight, but you can <laughs> but so I was like fuck what the fuck am I going to do here so after a couple tries like a couple different things I didn't have heat you know I'm, I'm working in front of this this girl's friend, family's house or whatever I don't have torches I don't have any you know I just got like random shit I don't even have a fucking breaker bar so Damn. I was like alright well what else could I do? I said, so I got I got those. the front bolts off. So I'm like, maybe if I could jack this thing up enough, I could like reach in there and pull this fuel pump out or something. So I'm doing that. That's not working. I'm like, fuck, man. The fuck am I gonna do at this point? It's it's been a few hours, and now I'm starting to get pissed because I'm doing the job for free. I'm trying to help, and like nothing's really working. So I call my buddy Brandon and I call Ron because one, my bat my lights are dying, and I'm, it's getting dark out. My batteries are dying. And I got no other tools. So I, I call them over and. I said, call up your boyfriend. I said, the only option we have is to cut a hole in the bed. Oh, shit. <laughs> and just get this thing the fuck out of there. I don't understand what, that, what you're saying when you say that. Cut a hole in the bed. Like, so the, cut it where? So the, the fuel like tank's in the, the it is in the, it, obviously, like underneath the truck, but it's all the way in the back on the bed. So you yeah. just cut a hole in the bed. And the fuel, fuel pump sits on top of the tank. Right. Oh, okay. So you just... Gotcha. So what you so, do, the best thing to do is with like these older trucks is you cut a square hole... Where the fuel pump would be? Yeah. Do your fuel pump and then just put a hinge on that so you can close it back again. <laughs> if the fuel pump ever goes, you just fucking pop it back up. <laughs> I'll be coming home like, in bed tonight. <laughs> Trust me, babe. Everybody does it like this. <laughs> so I'm talking to this girl. I'm like, this is the only option we have yeah. now. So the fucking the boyfriend has the fucking nerve to because so she calls and she's like, hey, the guy's telling me the only option I have is to cut a hole in the bed. Now mind you, she has to leave tonight, right? <laughs> so. He gets me on the phone. He goes, hey, man. He's like, I know you're a mechanic, so like, I know you know this, but like, you, can you get him with a breaker bar? I'm like, one, I don't have a breaker bar. And two, if my half-inch Milwaukee impact didn't take it off, the breaker bar ain't... Did, did you name drop the tool when you told I him did. to? I if did. My, if my yeah. fucking Milwaukee... Yeah, 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 I got yeah, that yeah, Milwaukee yeah, money. Yeah, no, total, total, M-A-T. Total, 
total fucking tool snob. I was like, listen oh, here, bud. This thing takes off fucking truck lug nuts. It ain't if it ain't taking this off. He's like, wait, you said Milwaukee? Fuck. Okay. Right, do what you gotta so, do, bud. Well, no, that's exactly what he said. He goes, do what you gotta do then. So I was like, alright, we're cutting a fucking hole. So here I am, we're telling my buddy Brandon was in the bed of the truck, which by the way had a cap on it, so it's not like we there's oh. room. Yeah, we're like fucking hunched over. Brandon's like seven feet tall. He's yeah, and our buddy our buddy Brandon is literally like six five, six six. He's just hunched over and he's cutting this thing and we're telling him how many rails to go over in the bed. I'm like, alright, go three over, probably about three feet that back. So, fucking like, so he's above the fuel battleship pump. you're right. played. And now mind you, we still have the the bed jacked up right. with a scissor jack to, that you would use to like jack your car up for a spare tire. <laughs> Jesus. So I get the thing we get the thing cut open, we peel it back like a can opener. And now I'm looking down at the fuel pump and there on the top of the fuel pump there's a little um, like locking ring that locks in place. There's little tabs on it, and they, it spins Piece to lock itself. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Rotted to fucking shit. So the first thing I say when I look at it, I, I go to my brother. I say, "Go to the new fuel pump. Please tell me there's a new rocking t- uh, locking tab in the in the part box." He opens it up. He goes, "Nope." And I was like, "All right, well." This is going to fucking suck because this thing's going to break. It, I mean, it was rotted to shit. So I, I took my, my chisel and I took my hammer and just like lightly tapped it. The fucking thing just fell apart. It <laughs> just all rust, <laughs> just air. I'm like, fuck, dude. I don't have anything to clean it out with. So all this stuff's probably going to just dump into a fuel tank. Like, yeah, no <laughs> Yo, and then by this point, it's like nine o'clock at fucking night, by the way. Oh and I, I had started this job at like five and I was like, fuck everything else. So... I finally get the fuel pump out. Bunch of rust fucking falls in. Put the new fuel fuel pump in. And luckily, I I thought smart enough when I was at work to bring fucking dykes and, um, uh, as my brother would say, wire shorteners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And some crimpers and everything that I needed because I was like, you know what? Sometimes these fuel pumps update to a whole new connector. So... I had a wire in a new connector, put the thing in, and I put this fuel pump down, and I'm like, well, the, that fucking lock tab is fucking gone, so I don't know how this, the fucking fuel pump's just bouncing up and down. I'm like, this thing's not going to fucking work. <laughs> so I, you, what I did was I was using a wire brush to like clean around the fuel tank. <laughs> I can't. So I pushed the fuel tank down, stuffed the wire brush between the bed and the fucking fuel pump. Flap back over the cut piece of the bed and drilled a screw <laughs> through the bread, through the bread, through the bed, and through the wood fucking handle of the. That was pretty good. That was through the uh, wood handle of the brush. And oh my I, god! Yeah, bad news Dude. bears. Bad news bears. I didn't yeah. want to do any of it. And ask my brother, dude. I'm not listen. <laughs> I didn't I'm, listen. I didn't want to do it. I'm not a fucking hack by any means, but like I wanted to get the fuck out of there. You I heard was him, you done. heard him say, guys. He has Milwaukee tools. Yeah, that's you're right. not a hack. <laughs> Clearly, if you have nice tools, you're not a hack. So <laughs> if you have a snap-on socket on a Milwaukee Impact, uh, you're about this shit, bro. You're fucking like white collar right there. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck working with your hands. You're one toolbox away from a desk job at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's a good joke. It's a, it's a really good joke because I'm not a mechanic anymore. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> They're like, we need to talk to you about this wire brush story we heard. We're moving you out of the shop, bud. Oh was that, was that wire brush OEM? Yes. <laughs> Let's be honest. They moved them out of the shop because of the toolbox collection. 
Yeah. They were just like, you know what? You're looking too good. Gets overwhelming. You, you, you belong behind a desk. As Fat Man Customs once told me, fucking dirty builds, clean tools. And, that, hey. and that's what I got. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, so I was like, fuck it. So we flap this thing back over, screw the nail in, and I go to start this truck up, starts up. And I'm like, all right, cool. The fuel gauge fucking works. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And I, so I, I let one, before we left, I said, listen to me, do not fill this tank up before, like above three quarters. Cause otherwise you're just going to leak fuel. I was like, get home, get this thing fixed properly. Cause I wasn't able to. And yeah, uh, yeah literally an hour later, she called me. She's like, I filled the tank up and uh, I'm leaking fuel. It's like, I fucking told you it was gonna. Oh my God. I was like, I'm not, I was like, I'm not helping you anymore. I'm not done. <laughs> yeah. I was like, go We've never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but we wouldn't because I blocked the number after <laughs> So that's my hack story. Oh, my God. That's a good one, man. Yeah. That's Holy a hack shit. Book. Yeah. Now you got me never... feeling like I need to check on my fuel pump. <laughs> At least cut that window out. So whatever you do, yeah. don't let me do the job. Have, <laughs> have Loctite cut me one of those that hinges. We need that fucking window. You have a go, you're like, oh, I got a window. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It was pretty rough. Holy shit! I don't. So if the if the bolt had come out, you could have just taken the whole bed off, and then you would have just about yeah, yeah we taken the bed off because I mean it would have been a kind of a pain in the huh. dick, but at least pain the fucking job. Even if the bolts right. are good, why take the bed off? You can just cut a little tiny fucking hole in it. Because I feel like cutting a hole in by, it is like tiny hole. Do you mean like a fucking four by four? Think about it. That one time you have to make that cut. Anytime that fuel pump ever goes bad again, you just lift the door up. I mean, how many times that fuel pump do you think is going to go bad? Who knows? <laughs> if it goes bad like three or four times, I'm going to start thinking user error. <laughs> you, know, you know I'm putting the Chinese part in there. So it's going to go bad for quick. Putting the fucking autocraft fucking fuel pump in there. <laughs> is that that store brand? That AutoZone store brand? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it's fucking great value from Walmart. <laughs> The great value fuel. Pump. <laughs> that, that is the best fuel pump you can buy. Oh yeah, my I don't, God. Just to clarify, I don't actually work like that. That was just a rough situation. No, and I appreciate anybody that is willing to tell their hack story yeah. because anytime you you don't, you're just a lying piece of I shit. I think it's fun. I think it's fun. I'd love to tell my. Does anybody else got a hack story they want to share? I'm sure they do. Everyone does. Terror. Terry. Terry. <laughs> Tell him about when you put those flappers on. <laughs> almost killed my dad. Dave almost killed the guy. <laughs> almost killed the guy. You might want to lay low for a while. Uh, we're cruising down the highway on our way up to Laconia. Cruising down the street on my sixth phone. <laughs> And, I, and I'll run in the flappers straight from Tractor so Supply Shop. I just painted them, slapped them on the bike. Oh, they're from Tractor Supply? Yeah. 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 And uh, we're fucking parked in Tractor Supply. Hold on the pipes. Welcome to our garage. Yeah, we're riding down the highway, and the stock welds just snapped the hell off on the bike. I almost take Justin's dad out with the Dude, the with thing whizzed by my dad's face. At about it's 75 it, miles an hour. Inches. Dude, Ron inches and I, from his face. Ron and I were in the truck behind everybody going, what the fuck was that? We're watching this thing whiz by his dad's head, bounce to the other side of the highway, and just start bouncing. And I was like, Jesus, that can't be sunglasses. What the fuck was that? <laughs> and then a few hours later, the end of his fucking... Uh, uh, Oh yeah, my uh, that thing, that thing. If you could see my hands, you would know. <laughs> it's a podcast. They can't see your hands. <laughs> it's a 
lot of gestures. This is my throttle voice. The end of his fucking grips goes flying on the highway too at 75 miles per hour. That's right, yeah. God, that's my life. I've seen another man in this room fucking around his throttle. Oh my god. Jesus, that fucking... Yeah, the grip sliding off? Yeah, got to be the most fucking thing. annoying thing in the world when you're you're just like you're really twisting that fucking throttle mm-hmm. and your bike goes nowhere and you realize your grip is just sliding free floating on oh, the actual throttle body. God, yeah, that happens to me all the fucking time. Then you have to Spread grip home. it so tight that you're like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna be able to jerk off for a week. <laughs> it so is I mean, a fucking. Have you guys ever had anything really important fall off like in the middle of a ride? Yeah, like your battery. <laughs> your battery <laughs> fell off. That doesn't even happen. I don't. I mean, once it's running, you don't fucking need it. <laughs> it's just continuously kind of starting itself. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You don't need a battery to start your bike. Just, just saying. There's kickstart. There's this, pop start. This dude, oh fucking God. Nick over here. Yeah, he's. I think he can, can pop start a bike, rolling a fucking quarter of the wheel. Like I don't know how the fuck he does it. Pop started bike uphill. I'm pretty sure he pop started in the snow. (laughs) A full season. You just didn't want to buy a battery. I'm gonna gonna pop start this fucking thing every time I fucking go riding. It was it was quite annoying after a while. So the battery is good enough to ride the bike. I need a quarter of a roll and he's pop started. Yeah. You have to push me two miles and I might be able to pop start it. That's it. (laughs) Put two miles downhill. Oh my god! I should tell my fucking pop. So we were at. Before you go, Gosh. we were in Laconia and like there was a dude on Triumph, and I was like, I was, oh, like, more Laconia stories than I've ever heard in my entire life. For four guys from Connecticut, you spent a lot of time in Laconia. Yeah, well, we had a good. It was only one time. week. We like live free so or like die. Four days. <laughs> till nine. Till nine. No, no, you die till nine. Hashtag times okay. we're at. Entire fucking state shuts down at nine. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we had this dude and he was just sitting there like all pissed off, and I'm like, and I was just talking to him. It was a Thruxton. I was like, this bike's pretty, pretty nice, actually. I like it. Um, fucking cute. And he's like, yeah, too bad it fucking won't start. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I have a dead battery. I was like, oh, well, let me hop on. Some random dude just trusting another guy to pop start his bike in Laconia. I could have taken the fuck you off. You ride that seen- off into the sunset? <laughs> you never fucking saw that bike again. <laughs> and he's like, sure, go ahead. And I had these guys push me like eight feet. And the thing was started, rode it all the way around the fucking gas station. I was like, yeah, I'll give it back. Fuck it. <laughs> Use up all the gas. <laughs> Use up all the gas. Just going around the gas station. Just, come on. <laughs> I got to get pop started. Sorry. So, um, actually, a few months ago, so my, my pistol permit was about to expire, and I was at work. I had ridden to work that day. and I There are I, guns in Connecticut, people. There are, yeah. Don't tell um, anybody. Not, not gonna say free. It has relevancy to the story. That's the only reason why I brought it up. So I knew there's a 90-day grace period after your pistol permit expires in Connecticut. So I call up and I said, hey, I know I'm pretty close to this 90-day grace period. I, sh- I just wanted to know what you know when this thing actually expires. Yeah. She goes, today. Oh. I looked at the clock. It was 11. Like, and I was man, like, I'm a felon tomorrow. So. <laughs> so I was like, shit, bags, fuck. So I look at my boss, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a long lunch. And he was like, okay, get on my bike. I fucking fly down to Bridgeport from Brantford, which is about, I don't know, 35 minutes, 40 minutes or something. Now, mind you, my bike was having starting issues because the voltage regulator wasn't good. So it, <clears throat> I had to pop start it. I get down to 
This is a series of multiple people procrastinating on replacing a battery. Well, so here's the thing. I don't replace (laughs) fucking shit during the season because I just want to ride. We're still cheap as fuck, just saying. (laughs) And that too, I'm poor. So (laughs) I just try to get as far as I can on the parts that are on the bike for the season. And then in the off-season, I'll replace everything. That is the motto of everyone who's ever listened to this show. Hands down. So I'm in front of the the state police building. I go in to get my... I left the bike running. Right, <laughs> get all my shit. Police get everything I need. <laughs> yeah, get the thing. I get everything I need. I go back out to the bike. I've never done this, and in any time, any time I've gone, thrown my leg over the bike, I've never done this before. But I hit the kill switch by accident, so I killed the bike. And I was like, "Fuck!" Now I'm on flat land. There's there's no hills. There's no nothing. And I'm like, "Fuck me! How the what the fuck <laughs> am I gonna you're do?" I am. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> yeah, people Bridgeport, are from Connecticut, Connecticut, by the way, that yeah. don't know what Bridgeport is. It's the land of dreams. Like, so and Bridgeport knows. Look at it, and there's and a gas to go. It's not Bridgeport. It don't work. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's top rated city to not live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do to pop start this thing? So, I back this thing up on the slightest incline and just try to fucking run as fast as I can pop started I just I couldn't get it to go and then I just came up with this wild idea as I'm doing I knew that if I let the bike sit just for a short period of time that if I hit the if I tried to start it like actually started I'd get a good crank out of it yeah so I fucking ran the thing down and hit the crank and pop started it at the same time and the thing fired up and I couldn't fucking believe it without uh, damaging anything so, so was that the last time you had a sportster pop <laughs> kind of like a desk pop <laughs> I was like, where are you going with that? I don't understand. But yeah, so that was that was my one pop star story because I was on flat land and couldn't do it because like, I'm not Nick. Some people just got the I was going to say, I would have had it started <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. So talk about Nick and pop star and shit. I find Ron a Honda that he was looking for. So, oh my God. so we unloaded off my work truck, and then Ron, and Nick's like, "Dude, let's get it going." Well, we don't have a key. Oh, I got this one. Pop started. I'm gonna hotwire that shit. So now me and Eric are pushing this asshole for about a mile and a half all around his neighborhood, trying to pop start the thing. Get back to the house. Oh yeah, there's no gas in the fucking thing. Thanks, Nick. Wow. Awesome. The whole time. But never mind, never mind that there wasn't any gas in it, but it was a bike they just picked up. They have no idea what's wrong with it. They didn't try to turn the motor over. Nothing. They're just like, oh, we'll just fucking run it. Just send it. We'll fucking ne- pop stuff. I'd like to imagine it had plenty of compression. Never mind. There's a reason why I handled the wiring. Because somebody <laughs> tried to hotwire it and did not. You get it back. There's just a screwdriver I mean, mash through the fucking key section. I mean, you jump in the neutral to the neutral. You're getting no power. We sound like a bunch of idiots and I I love it. <laughs> we should have put this with the hack stories. Yeah. We should also say, too, if you guys want to write in and send us your hack story, we'll read it on the air. Do it. That's a great segment. I say do it. Don't be scared. Just fucking tell your hack story. You people should. Don't be a fucking pussy. Yeah. That's how you got to talk to them. Listen, yeah. if you need a hack story, look at my fucking posts about that foot clutch. They, All right, yeah. the, the fucking quarter <laughs> and socket joint. adapter. I mean, that's a prototype. I mean, it is a prototype. No, no, no. We caught a lot of slack for putting that thing on. What am I going to do? Go to McMaster Car, buy a whole nother setup, just redo it for nothing? Fuck it. We'll just send it. And I think, I don't think people realize that it was a prototype that we were trying to see, you know, how it would work. The angle of the dangle. Yeah. We're like, oh, we'll see see how this works. 
Because I mean, he was having a lot of issues with the with. I mean, first well, he had the solid rod well, and the threaded rod. The he wouldn't right. pull at the, the right track. angle and yada. That's yada. how you figure the out rod is tricky because it really is That's so where it came flexible. From. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it bends and too it much. Just wouldn't, it just wouldn't at the right things. angle, you know. So right. That's when the socket thing started, and but we actually caught a lot of slack from it. <laughs> Like, people are, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, well, relax. It's a prototype. We're just trying something out. Yeah, he's figuring it out. <laughs> Honestly, but like that's the kind of shit that needs to happen. I know that like my even my setup on the, the Roadstar is not clean looking because it's just like a fucking it's just a bent rod that yeah. looks like it does it, it with a fucking bolt hanging out. The bolt's the only <laughs> thing keeping it from pulling through the rod. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. mm, <laughs> probably not the best setup, but it rode on it for three years with no yeah. issues. So it's like I, I'm all for people just doing whatever you can to get it. I'm pretty sure that's the definition of a chopper, right? I mean, like, but people no love, even the fuck in the chopper going. community, people love to have an opinion on some some other shit being a hack job. And I'm like, man, that's like that's half of what it's all about. I mean, you run into these people who, if it's not OEM, it's not correct. But these same people don't even own a manual. Right. Don't own a manual and you're like, oh, that's not right. How the fuck do you know? You don't even know the manual. <laughs> like, this could be OEM. You don't even know. You have no idea. There's like, just, dude, there's a big difference between people who like choppers and people who don't. Yeah. Huge difference. Oh, I can tell you, I got, I got a buddy that we do a lot of powder coat for, and he, he's a good friend of mine. I mean, this dude works on million-dollar cars all day long. And he, he's done from race cars to race bikes to classics to 1901 fucking... Model T's and Damn. fucking hates Ron's bike. Thinks it's <laughs> the biggest piece of shit he's ever seen. Which really, and really it's not really problem. not true. <laughs> he just hates the idea of changing the the geometry of a bike. Oh yeah, and, and it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Like he he's so he's such he'll add whatever horsepower to a bike, but he's such a stickler. Like you change the frame, you change the forks, you change anything on that bike. Change the front, even the front wheel. When I changed, went from a 19 to a 21, he told me I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> legit, well, just like they, dude from they England. Legit, it's it. kind of funny listening to him tell me, listening to him in his accent say, "You're a fucking idiot." It's hilarious, but um, <laughs> that ain't proper. Yeah, it's not proper. <laughs> By the way, best word in the fucking universe to use. Um, I think the word you were looking for is dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Um, Some people just they don't. They don't like that shit. They don't get it. Yeah. No, yeah they don't I mean, there's a totally different... It. There's nothing you can do to explain it to people that uh, aren't into this. And I think we're all lucky that we ended up in a community that, for the most part, is accepting of it. Absolutely. Unless you don't have a front break and then just everybody Be- Before this community, if he, if, he, if he honestly, before I got into this whole, you know, realized there was a real community um, to this, if he told me I was a fucking idiot, I would be like, no, why, why, why are we changing my stock? My stock frames, my sh- my shocks. Why are we going? Yeah, you would have just taken his word for granted. Like, oh yeah, all right, yeah. <clears throat> and I speaking mean, of communities, I wanted to thank you guys for making this little community we got going on here. Because reaching out to people has been fucking awesome. You know, so absolutely, man. Dude, I'm glad that you guys have been networking. You guys came up to fucking New Tradition. Yeah. You know, got to meet Easy Company, the rest of those guys that all put on a fucking killer show there. You guys live right next to Chicken Rick. Lucky bastards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. great. We didn't even fucking know. know, dude. Yeah, we didn't we're know so for a while. busy in our garage going, 
I sure wish I knew Chopper guys. Right. And fucking Next chicken rick neighborhood nightmare is riding around right past us, not even saying hello. <laughs> and that's the clip. <laughs> it's like it's cool that like because obviously Lockta, you and I have talked many times about how many people we've met through doing the podcast. But the crazier part is that like. The podcast is bringing together well, you guys and people around you guys, like Absolutely. completely independent of us. There's people getting together because they both listen to the We're same just podcast. Out. Like I'm super in. I want to learn how to metal shape. And after Jay Shia was on the podcast and she was talking about metal shaping and shit, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna reach out to her and see what she says." And she's like, "Yeah, come up to the shop. I'll, I can show you some pointers. I don't care." Dude, so that's, that's pretty awesome. fucking yeah. It's pretty fucking cool, you know. And it, it's because of you guys that I even knew about. I didn't know anything about Boston up in Boston Mountain House. I didn't know, but because Started I listened to the podcast, Mark Wahlberg's and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but because of the podcast, you know, I. I'm gonna learn how to metal shape, so thanks. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad that you guys reached out like that. You seem to be super easy people to get along yeah. with from us having met you. As long as we've <laughs> who you're talking about. <laughs> but it's like I'm it's one cool that, that you're like... reaching out like that and making contacts with these people from different areas and the other people from your area. You know? Yeah. That shit keeps the community stronger. I, love I mean that. I've been reaching out to almost everybody you guys had on the podcast. And I got pretty I talk to almost on a weekly basis to Speedco. 5814. 5814, yeah. man. That guy's fucking... He's down to earth. He's mad cool. He's helping out my wife's build. Like, he has a plethora of, of like, information that he's just willing to share. That guy is fucking mad cool. A plethora. A plethora. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I know it's a little big <laughs> for you guys. That's a $10 here, word right there. Up here in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> that means a shitload. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, there's an R in there. But I mean, like, we've reached out to a lot of people collectively. Yeah. And we've met a great community. People that we didn't know even existed. Yeah. Or were around us. Or even around us. Yeah. Like, we we were in our garage just doing what we were doing. We secluded to ourselves. Secluded to ourselves for like two years. Oh, choppers don't exist anymore. People aren't fucking doing this shit. And here, here we are. We're meeting all these people. We're like, oh, shit, you're building this, you're building that, you're doing this. It, it's it's fucking cool. It's really fucking cool. It yeah, really is, I mean, man. You go up to Elkonia and I was pissed. Like, I expected some real bikes. And there was nothing yeah, but... Yeah, that's not the place to like, go. I remember, I remember walking through and there was like six guys <laughs> and six bikes in a row with the fucking... 42 inch front wheel. The six the, guys the, the, the riding super three bikes. fucking. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you saw this fucking Mickey Mouse guy wearing fucking full gear from the waist up and jean shorts, just fucking tootalooting everybody that's on, fucking bro. riding by. Shut up. There was one dude there that super custom. He, he's apparently from Connecticut. His license plate was from Connecticut, at least. Um, who had 36 inch fucking apes. Apes for days. Dude, Dude, in April? It was fucking yeah, massive. If, if I that, sat on this bike, I wouldn't be able to please, reach him. Shout out. Jesus. Like, I want to know who you are. 36 These things were, t- like, sitting down, like, just on its kickstand, was yeah. taller than Ron. It was fucking impressive. I'm fucking 6'2, dude. Yeah. I mean, if this dude listens, let us know who you are. I just right. want to try that bike. <laughs> I need to ride that bike. All right. <laughs> I'll give you a down payment in that case dude I crash had it, but fuck it. Forward controls <laughs> all the way up to the fucking wheels. And 30-inch fucking eight. It is crazy. The guy wasn't even sitting on his seat. No, we watched and him all out. And he rode all the way up. Like he rode by a second. Legit monkey in it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like he was super tall or anything. That sissy bar just made of sticks. Just yeah. a bundle of sticks. Yeah. 
<laughs> we'll need a picture of this bike. <laughs> Too much. Oh, we got Actually, hours, I think yeah. I have one. If you follow us at Dirty Builds, <laughs> I think there might be a picture of this bike. Yeah, so actually, guys, just let people know again where they can find each one of you guys. So, I mean, you can find me at Redbeard underscore Dirty Builds or just the Dirty Builds page, which just has all four of us on it. Nice. I am uh, at Nickton Chipped. I'm Dave underscore AKA Terry or underscore AKA Terry. And I'm just fucking Lone Murray, dude. <laughs> You're fucking Lone Murray? Just fucking Lone Murray. Just, just, just every night. Lone you know? Murray. I'm all by myself. And that's M-U-R-R-A-Y. M-U-R-A-Y. You guys have you to spell it other way, it's wrong. Because people don't is fucking know. I, mean, I didn't know when I first read I was like, is that Murray? <laughs> no, that's wrong. That's wrong like two boys fucking church on a Sunday. That's just wrong. We're taking left turns everywhere. <laughs> oh man, NASCAR. <laughs> so, what's up for you guys in 2019? Let's close it out. Oh, Jesus. I mean, we, we're coming we up on some... two hours. So okay, let's... so we don't have enough time to describe that. I mean, right now we're helping Nick and Chip. Yeah, get fucking... trying to get the fucking He's triumph. chopping the, the triumph. triumph. It's not even the triumph anymore. It's re-nicknamed as the Tridump. The Tridump. That nice. bike spent more time on the side than on fucking two wheels. It's from the previous owner, not me. Ah, uh, sure. Totally. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> They're like, didn't you buy this new? <laughs> I mean, there's a few things in in the works. I yeah, bought I mean, it with Ben Forks. I didn't know about it. I'm it it's it definitely spread out. Um, I'm get my motor finished. Yeah, getting your motor finished. Clean seat, hardtail. Well, hardtail's not for 2019 or late well, 2019. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's over a span of right. a year and some change. Yeah. Um, Lone Murray's carb. Let's get that bike running. Yeah, let's like, get the bike running. I know. <laughs> Dude, it runs great downhill. <laughs> it runs fucking great. I'm just I don't glad know why it's not just us. It's no, not. I that's why it's like in wintertime. Dude, shit run. listen, like, if you want to buy parts, sometimes you get away with eBay. That, that, that'll fucking get you some places. It, it's, not always, it's not always the right place. An intake off of eBay. Otherwise, your bike doesn't run for an entire Especially season. when your parts no, going to run It's going to with a fucking ATV slide in it. And, uh, oh fuck it, yeah! Even though it's the wrong, even though it's the right carb, it's gonna have the wrong slide, the wrong needle, the wrong oh, everything. Dude, I've, I bought your every fucking jet. Looks like a me. constellation of stars. I'd return it. I'm not okay. even sure what that means, but that's a, <laughs> I don't know. Is it like a bad weld? Yeah, it was terrible. It was fucking terrible. <clears throat> that's rough. So that one's got to get fixed. Dave, what's up? What's on the plate for you? Um, get my bars finished up. Uh, my tank. I that just, bitch glowing. Yeah. Get my tank. I just did all the uh, body work on my tank. I get that uh, finished sticker bomb. Then we're going to rip off the uh, wheels off that, powder coat them up. I got to slap some tires on it, and then just ride. We're, yeah, hoping, yeah. For the, we're hoping for the glow-in-the-dark wheels as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, so if you've got any uh, stickers that you want to send, Terry, yeah, he'll yeah. put, I any, I he'll put pretty, pretty much anything, for you. anything, anything on the bike. So. Yeah. Good, good. That is awesome. So hey, guys, thank you so much for Thanks. fucking joining us for this. It was Hopefully fucking this awesome. wasn't just nonsense. <laughs> oh, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> we had some good other shit in there too. This is there's a lot of people that have asked about powder coating, mm. and I think there's going to be a good jumping off point for them to know that you can build a lot of this shit yourself, and just understanding the process of it, the media, and. Uh, is it cool? We have people reach out to you guys if they got oh, yeah. questions yeah. Yep. about powder coating, uh, Nick, about wheels Absolutely. and lacing. Because yeah. I'm sure that that's one that, like, if you don't know how to do that, 
that's a fucking that's a great skill to have. So reach out to them, guys, if you got questions. Even the whole dirty builds page. Yeah. Or if you don't want to learn, this guy can yeah. fucking do them better. If you don't really want to take the time and the process of you know Hitting tuning your face and lacing, and yeah, doing all Falling that. Falling on your face, staying up five days straight, learning how to lose the wheel. Let me know. It's a lot. You know. If so, so let me know. I'll push you off the ladder personally. There you go. <laughs> Fuck. You heard it I feel like it's the best way to learn how to tune the wheel. So. Good deal. All right. So I think we're in a good good spot to close it out. Let's get some closing thoughts from everybody. You go. I got nothing. You got nothing? No. Nothing, huh? Harbor Freight will keep you straight. <laughs> Snap on. You might as well be riding a strap on. Thank you.